Yeah. Come on. Hey, Ma. Get up. It's time. All right. All right. We're going to play the first song. You tired? I'm tired. I'm late. Me too. Well, good. We're going to play the first song. Let's do it first song of the day, and here we go. It is a throwback. It's always a throwback, and it's not even technically the first song of the day. The first song of the day was probably Post Malone, but it's the first song that we really look forward to because it's different. It's a throwback, and I'm like, oh, let's go back to Nelly Furtado, Say It Right, a song that nobody plays anymore, and I've forgotten how good this song was. I think it's got T.I. or T-Pain or T-somebody in the background. Timbaland. Sure. Timbaland? Yeah. Yeah, one of those Timbaland. T guys. One of those T guys. He loves T. KDWB. Give me, some, give me a new smart TV and a sound bar. That's kind of a long story right there. Fallon told me that I live like a, what did you say I look like? a, a live, Squalor. A squa- I, said, I live in squalor because well, I don't have a smart TV. I do have a smart TV, but not in the room we mostly watch TV. Because you can't access anything. You, well, have, yeah. you have a hard time. And I said, I said, you are in a position in life where you can't afford a smart TV, so why do you live in squalor? It's not squalor because I don't have a smart TV. For you, it's squalor, I'm saying. For like the for anyone else, probably not. Okay. But for you, yeah, it's squalor. I, I don't think it's squalor. I don't, um, uh, I'm very frugal, and so last night we were trying to access that show. Last night, I'm not that frugal. Shut up. I was going to say, you are not frugal. As certain things I am. Um, uh, but we're trying to access that show, The Undoing, because you keep saying how great it is. And we're yeah. like, oh, it's so good. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. I look over on Amazon Prime. There it is. Hallelujah. And then it says, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, some Amazon Prime shows are unavailable on your device. And I'm like, oh, well, apparently we can't watch it. So Susan's like, okay, she gets online somewhere, measures the TV, goes online, orders a new smart TV because I said Fallon said we need a smart TV. Don't tell her we need anything else. Do we need a sound bar? Yeah, get a the sound bar. The last time I did that is when I sent her the picture of your cat, Roger, and she had that she cat has, immediately. She got the cat. It's true. So I said, well, that's great. I said, now, who do you think is going to install this? You think it's going to hop out of the box on the Amazon uh, front porch out of the box and going to hop on the wall? You think it's I'm not going to install this thing. I don't know how to install a TV. What it must be like to live with you. She's out there doing things and mm-hmm. making things happen. And I'm the all voice you're of reason. Is, no, you're the voice of bitching. I am not the voice of bitching. I am the voice of reason. <laughs> I do bitch. Uh, Jenny, for my birthday, did get me a mug that says Lady McBitches a See? lot. And that is true. <laughs> I I point out things that need to be better. And that's oh, how things get better. That's what. Oh. Yeah. I point out things that need to be better. I'm also the voice of reason. Dave, let's buy an island in the Caribbean. I'm like, well, number one, no, we don't have the money to buy an island in the Caribbean. Number two. What are we going to do when we get there? How are we going to get there? Are we going to take a rowboat from Bermuda? You're over? such a buzzkill. I'm not a buzzkill. I'm the Living voice of reason. Living with Susan would be so much more fun. She would have so many cool ideas. You'd be doing crazy stuff all the time. What? If you want to live with Susan? Yeah. How about we trade partners for a while? You live with Susan for a while. No, because I'll I don't want to do that Jake. to Jake. <laughs> Jake, this place is a dump. Jake, what's going on in here? Tell your son to put his get his elbows off the table right now. Oh my gosh! Uh, speaking of elbows on the table, you got people's plans for Thanksgiving are yeah. changing. Yeah, we had the we finally had like the full discussion. So Thanksgiving every year, uh, we go to Jake's mom's house, and it's like her husband and his brother and mom, and all. so it's a big you know moderately big gathering. Um, but we had the conversation last night that we're not doing it. Because uh, she doesn't want, you know, to get the family together, understandably so. So it's just going to be at my house, like me and Jake. My mom will come over because we need someone to cook a turkey. Come on. It's not going to be me. Yep. And, Plus, she'd be all alone. Of course. Yeah. And also, we see her every single day. So yep. she's kind of, she's part of our our group. Um, and then maybe Jake's sister. 
um, or brother. But, but who gets left out then? So you told so, all the people who was not coming. Well, we didn't tell them. It was elective decision by Jake's mom and stepdad, and then his, his stepdad's like uh, brother, wife, mother, the people that we're always we do it all with. Yeah. So it'll be much smaller this year. But you know we're we recognize that a lot of people are probably going to ignore that. But you, you gotta. You got to kind of like realize eh, I probably shouldn't have as big of a gathering this year. It was a brouhaha in our family last night because I read Allison a little bit better than Susan does. And Allison is very careful about the virus because mm-hmm. she has a baby. She's very careful. And so is her husband, Justin. Susan is kind of more like a free for all. She's like, oh, of course. And then I said, you have to open your mind to the idea that maybe Allison doesn't want to come. Did she tell you that? I said, no. She doesn't tell me that, but I know her and I can read her that she's really hesitant about coming. Well, she hasn't told me that. I said, no, she won't tell you because she doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. Then Susan started to cry. Big old crocodile tears tears are welling up in her eyes. She's like, so I have to choose between my two children? I'm like, what do you mean? Of course not. She's like, so I chose to let Carson come home. And that means that Allison, so I chose Carson over Allison. I said, no, you didn't choose anybody over anybody. I said, and this is, you know, because I'm me. I said, this is why she can't tell you, because what are you doing right now? You're crying. I said, you've got to look at it rationally. I said, everybody's Thanksgiving is different this year. Yeah. And uh, it's not the Thanksgiving we all want to have where we're all sitting around the table. We sit right next to each other on the couch. We sit next to each other at the table and then play uh, Settlers of Catan. It's not going to be that way. It might just me, me, you, and Carson this year. Yeah. Because Carson had COVID, and he's been symptom-free for more than two weeks now. But I can still understand Allison being a little bit hesitant to be around him. Yeah. And it's not I, because no. she doesn't want to, obviously. No. She's just being careful to get a baby. Yeah, understandable. I mean, Dylan, my stepson, has COVID right now. And so, did I know that that Dylan does? Because mm-hmm. his yeah, his mom does, right? Yeah, they both okay. have it. So they've been luckily for us and for them, luckily for them, it hasn't hit them too hard. But also luckily for us, it was his week with her when they both caught it. So we weren't we had zero mm, contact. Okay. So he was able to just quarantine with her. So it's kind of it, like luckily. But you know, I've worried about the same thing. I'm like, yeah, we're waiting for the full like two weeks. There's not even like yeah. a day early kind of thing happening. It, it's like playing a game of dodgeball. Yeah. Because really, so many people who are being careful are still getting it somewhere because there's just some certain things you cannot avoid. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about that later. We got some uh, good stuff coming up. We got everything from Facebook fights coming up in a second. Got some great Facebook fights. And now let's get started. Facebook, Facebook, okay, this one is so stupid that you're like, are you seriously somebody really? Okay, first of all, it starts off with a pet store owner complaining. Okay. And they're on Facebook. Dean is his name. To the idiot that put googly eyes on all the pedigree mixer premium or pedigree mixer medium breed dog food in our pet shop today, thank you. It has all been discarded and the police have been giving our in-store camera recordings. Now, googly eyes are those things you buy down at Michael's Crafts that you make dolls with or whatever. They're balls with little clear things and little black things in there that move around with googly eyes. Mm -hmm. Why somebody came in and put them on the bags of dog food, I don't know. Why did you discard it if you put... That's the argument, Fallon. So Jerry says, um, uh, did did it occur to you to just pull the googly eyes off the packages and sell them? Dean said, what? Why would anybody buy used googly eyes, especially from a pet shop? And Jerry says, no, not the googly eyes, the dog food. Nan says, Jerry's right. There was nothing wrong with the dog food. Dean says, it's been tampered with. It has to go. 
Warren says, I work at a grocery store. I wish the dog food had googly eyes on it. Hashtag hilarious. I mean, it is kind of funny. Jerry says, might be an idea for a new brand. Nan says, yeah, instead of Iams, you could call it eyes. Get it? Not funny, but still. Dean, the pet store owner, says, yeah, I saw what you did there. Jerry says, back to the original point. It looks like the dog food was still good. Just some sticky eyes on the bag. Dean says, that's what you see. I see a lawsuit where somebody finds out about the googly eyes and tries to say their dog got sick. Warren says, yeah, sick with laughter, hashtag LMFAO. I don't think so. Dean says, look, it's obvious none of you will ever run a pet store. Nothing personal, just saying. And Jerry says, you keep throwing away good products. You won't be running one much longer either. Just saying. Ding, 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 ding. Where do you fall on the side of this, Dave? I think it's funny that somebody came in and put pet googly eyes on bags of dog food. It must have been one of Dean's good friends because you don't do that and waste good googly eyes on somebody that's not your friend. I bet it was right, probably Nan or Jerry. Do you think that you, I mean, as does he have to throw the dog food away? Oh, no, of course not. But he's being kind of a, you know, he's being, he's being a, he's Over being a, he's being a Dean. Okay. Next one. Uh, this is a different Jerry, but it is, um, uh, here we go. Jerry. Several people says 5G is not healthy. It kill a bees more and more and more. Now, I, it's important that you understand what he says. It kill a bees, capital the word B, apostrophe yes it kill a bees more and more and more Corey says w-u-t what yeah jerry says i'm apologize i apologize i don't know what's what joel says it's not harmful unless you're straddling an antenna <laughs> brenda says stop okay. being blind look at what happened because of 5g the media won't report it look it up yourself well, what happened now i'm curious Corey says what w-u-t jerry says what is spelled w-h-a-t Corey says i spelled it w-u-t because what you wrote made no sense <laughs> brenda says you guys need to watch some youtube videos and see the truth Oh, man. Jerry, it made a lot more sense than a lame A attempt at a response. Brenda, stop being blind. Educate yourselves now. Don't fall for their plan. Corey, you said, and I quote, kill a bees, B-E-E, apostrophe, yes, more and more and more. Brenda says, don't you see? We're their guinea pigs. Open your eyes. People are dying. Jerry says, talk to text went haywire. Thanks for pointing it out, bro. Corey says, all good, yo. I didn't mean to come off as rude. Brenda says, anybody who says 5G isn't harmful is lying and is bought into it to get protection. So her theory is anybody who says it's yeah. harmless paid somebody off to get protection. Even when they're like trying to like, be like okay, cool, man. She just can't, she can't handle it. Uh, Brad Joel says, I'm glad I got that what, what situation straightened out. And Brenda says, I'm trying to help you, and you ignore me. And Corey says, W-U-T, what? And that is <laughs> Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, gotta check my Remember, if you see a Facebook fight, please screenshot it for your boy. And then send it to me at Ryan Show at KDWB.com. Help, helps a lot if you number them, because yeah. if I get them in scrambled order, and there's six of them, I can't figure it out. And I'm very impatient, and I just like I get frustrated <laughs> easily. So then text that in, uh, send it in to Ryan Show at kdwb.com. It's brought to you by Arthur's Jewelers. Uh, happened a couple of years ago. There was a video, like an old grainy film of a woman in the 1920s or so walking in downtown Hollywood, and she has something up to her ear that looks like a phone. Now, they had phones back then, but obviously not cellular phones. Mm -hmm. What else could she have had up to her ear? Well, nobody knows. You couldn't tell what it was. and People love to speculate, oh, she's a time traveler, and she's on a phone. Well, you have to figure that, I mean, you think it to the next level. If she's on a phone, then there's got to be another phone. And if there's a phone, then there's got to be a cell tower. 
there's got to be, so the whole thing would have to be like more elaborate than just a woman on a phone. Yeah, I don't know what the vortex holds. I don't know if she can get signal through that, but I can yeah. barely get signal in my basement. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's a joke. I can't. Uh, that's good to know. Uh, and so now there's a new uh, version of this one, and it's actually kind of interesting. There is a um, a painting from the, I want to say the 1860s, and it's a woman walking down a path out in the country, and she is looking down at a cell phone. Uh-huh. And she is, I mean, if this picture could have been made today in any office, in any street, in any <laughs> target, wherever, because she is walking, holding both hands on a cell phone, looking down at the screen. You see this all the time. You don't even bat an eye when you see it anymore. But how in the world would they have done this back in the 1860s? Well, somebody who's smarter than the rest of us said, well, you know what, back then... People carried prayer books. Likely story. I've heard it a million times. She is carrying probably a prayer okay. a prayer book, and she is looking down at it. How are now, they going to explain away the Bluetooth in her ear then? Okay, well, that I don't really, uh, maybe, maybe it's a caterpillar. It's a caterpillar that crawled up into her <laughs> ear, I'm going to guess is what it is. So go check that out. I tweeted it out. It's also on um, uh, DaveRyanShow.com. If you want to go check out the actual uh, picture and see for yourself. Let me give a shout out to what was probably our best ukulele club meeting ever last night. We had a lot of people in there last night. We had three new people, uh, and we played probably my favorite song we did. Uh, We did Ocean Eyes, and we did All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Could you turn the music down and give me an acapella Ocean Eyes? I've been watching you for some time. Can't keep staring at your ocean eyes. It is, yeah. I don't know the words very well, but um, such a beautiful song. Three chords, Fallon. Three chords. So yeah, there's I, a G in there. So could I maybe play it? No, you no, couldn't play okay. it. No, because you don't know one single chord. Anyway, tonight I'm doing ukulele music and a cool new magic trick tonight on Facebook Live. We're doing 7 o'clock. Go to the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show on Facebook Live. And um, what else are you doing tonight? I mean, sure, you can watch S Creek. Sure, you can watch something else. But why not watch a Facebook Live? It's there's never a rerun. You can never see it again. So go watch Facebook Live tonight. Do you have new stories? New stories to share. Yeah, well, or new magic tricks. Well, I do. Yeah, I have a brand new one that I've been working on. It could be one of the most impressive ones yet. So yeah, and can- and taking songs by request tonight too. Well, then I'm hopping on. Okay, you know I know that I have a song. I want to hear Lionel Richie's all night long. Uh, I'll work on it for you, Fallon. I'll see what I can do. Anyway, <laughs> text God. that keyword love. To 200 200, and uh, we'd love to get you a thousand dollars. We got to text that keyboard loved 200 200. Hey, we're doing this big fundraiser for the Animal Humane Society, and I'm really I'm embarrassed that we're how far behind we are. <laughs> we are, are really behind, and I know people are busy, and we just maybe got to do a better job of plugging it because it's on Facebook. If you go, where can you find it on Facebook to make the donation? The easiest thing to do is going to be to go to your Facebook page or mine because we have a link. Uh, we have a link. We have a link directly to our fundraiser page so what is your facebook page fallon f-a-l-e-n k-d-w-b if you scroll down a couple stories you'll see a video of elliot my dog talking it's adorable that's where the link is uh mine is facebook.com slash dave ryan k-d-w-b go make a donation because we promised the humane society people that said hey we're in for five thousand dollars we're sure we can raise five thousand dollars Last I checked, we were at about $500, yeah. so it's not looking good. We're a tenth of the way there to go with three days left in the week. So please help us out. I know there's a lot of causes that you get hit up on to ask yep. to, to, to donate to, but we really need your help. And it's triple the donation. So if you donate 
X, you get 3X for your donation, and that's really cool. So please go do that if you get a minute. And we'll be back with Dave's Dirt on 101.3 KWB. I love S Creek. It's like my new thing on TV. So one of the characters on S Creek was named Sexiest one in Sexiest Man Alive. So they talked to him about what he's been doing in quarantine, and it's actually really funny. We'll cover that coming up in a second on KDWB, on your uh, Alexa, on your iHeartRadio, on your phone, on your Samsung, whatever you're listening on. Thanks for listening to KDWB. Hey, it's Josie from Mound, Minnesota, home of Lake Minnetonka and Jubilee, and you're listening to Dave Sturt. On 101.3 KDWB. And let's get right into it. So Dan Levy, on my new favorite show, S Creek, uh, makes his debut in People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive issue. And he's talking about how he's a different form of sexy. I tried cooking. I did try to cook. So none of these kind of like inspiring exercises in the kitchen worked out for me. All it did for me was just like remind myself that I should just be saving my money and putting it towards ordering food so that someone can do it for me. I'm just not skilled in the kitchen at all. I can't wait for this video to just be paired beside Chris Hemsworth shirtless in a bathing suit coming out of a <laughs> beach or something. And I'm talking about like failing at bread. This form of sexy is a niche market, but I appreciate that you're recognizing it. What, but here's something I've been working on. I've been working on my Alexis impression. You ready? You want to hear yes. it? David, ew. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. terrible. What do you mean it's terrible? So bad, but you know what they're David, doing? David, ew. They're doing now? What? COVID, ew. Can they say it in the way that she says it? That's Are like, you serious? It's an online trend. It's a joke. COVID, ew. COVID, ew. Ew, she is so perfect. Yeah. I actually know somebody who's like that, and I can't place who it was. Hmm. I don't know. It might have been the 1999 Angie Taylor, who Angie Taylor used to work here at the radio station. Okay. And in 1999, I would say she was Alexis in 1999 okay. because she talked like that and she was beautiful like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't say she was clueless because she wasn't clueless, but maybe that's who it reminds me maybe. of. Maybe. Um, and then I love uh, Johnny's character on there. Moira drives me crazy. Every time she comes on screen, it's like, oh, my God, go away. It's like my new thing. What? I know I'm talking. What? Oh, my gosh. I want you to remember these moments. Why? Because you would, when I was obsessed with, with this show, you wouldn't let me talk about it at all. You were like, no one's watched that show. I didn't say no yes, one's you, watched that show. That's what you say about everything. Uh, anything that I don't watch. Sh- yep, yes. Or try or eat or know about, you say, no one. And I'm like, that's You did the not same true. thing. It's like the same thing. She's like, oh, you know what? Go to, let's, let's go to... Red Savoy Pizza. I'm like, nobody eats there. Nobody eats at Red Savoy Pizza. Then I went there, and I'm like, oh, it's really good. Let's talk about Red Savoy Pizza. That's funny. That's so funny. (laughs) There's other things that I'm learning to like, too. Do you want to hear about them? No. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on. (laughs) Sexiest Man Alive, Michael B. Jordan. Here he is for the year 2020, People's Sexiest Man Alive. Didn't uh, you do a give it to me guy of the day for Michael B. Jordan before Jenny? I did. Yes. So she was early mm-hmm. to the game too. Yeah. But now Dave's you gonna could claim he thought he was sexy before yeah, you did. Yes. Nope. Nobody thought Michael B. Jordan was sexy until I thought he was oh. sexy. Now everybody thinks he's sexy. Hold on, let me pull up this audio real quick. It's dated February of twenty twenty. Hey Jenny, hey yeah. Jenny, listen to this. Listen. Mm. David. Ew. What do you think? It's gotta be a the David part has to be drawn out even yep. more. Like David, ew. Yes. Oh good, Jenny. Oh, yeah. that's good. Okay. I'll work on it. David's um, the guy that like they're all right. Try a different emotion. David, ooh. Okay, now be happy. 
David, ooh. <laughs> now he's sad. <laughs> David, ooh. It's all exactly the same? <laughs> it is. This is why when you were Judd Fry David, in Oklahoma, I had to have a serious conversation with you. Do you remember this? No, I don't really. Don't lie to me. No, you can remember. You can remind me. Calm down. I will never calm down. When I was in the show, Oklahoma, six years ago, cross-community player shout-out, I played the evil, murderous villain on the farm, yes. Judd Fry. You gave me a critique? Oh, yeah. What Are did you say? Not, I don't remember. You actually told me it changed your... Because it, it might have. you were too reedy. You were like, there was no, like, it was so... Everything was the same. And I said... Yeah, you did, yeah. I was like, that's... yeah." As someone who's never acted in any type of production, let me give you a critique is what I said. <laughs> I always appreciate that. Yeah. It's like somebody who's not a mom telling somebody what to do when they're a mom. I used to do that all the time, too. <laughs> no, I, I, would I, but I have taken in many a production. I've consumed What was you, so your advice was to be more acting and less reedy. Yeah, and you said you didn't get it. And so I showed you with my strength, which is acting. I wish we had an example of that somewhere. Yes, I do, too. But you actually said it did help you because you're like, right, I actually was doing that. that was, no, I probably was, yeah, because I was so working so hard on memorizing yeah. my lines that I forgot to put any emotion into them. Megan Trainer says no to sex. What? Well, she's six months pregnant, and her husband, Daryl, is officially cut off. She says, maybe this is weird, but mentally, I can't have sex while a son is between us. All my pregnancy gap says it feels really good, but all I can think about is how there's a little boy in my belly. Um, yeah. I never knew that was an issue. With some people. Some people. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Megan Trainer, when you're like 40 weeks long and you're like, what can I do to get this thing out of me? You start reconsidering some things. Is that one of the myths yep. that's like, if you do it, it can bring on uh, contractions? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this is kind of cool. This is um, uh, a uh, on, on it's on TikTok and it's better if you see it, but it's the perfect example of how to interact with a straight son and a gay son. It's better on TikTok, but it's kind of funny. I thought I'd play it for you. Hey, son, me and your mother are going to grab some pizza. Do you want to come? Yeah, bring your girlfriend. Absolutely. All right, let's leave in like 10 minutes. Hey, son, me and your mother are going to go grab some pizza. You want to come? Yeah, bring your boyfriend. Absolutely. All right, let's leave in like 10 minutes. Okay, so it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. See, Okay. Uh, the most Shazam songs of all time. The most Shazam songs of all time. Here is number three on the list. See you when you close your eyes. Maybe one day you'll understand. Yeah, weird choice, right? Everything you touch surely dies. But you only need the light when it's burning low. Number two most Shazam song of all time. It's Lilywood and the Prick. I don't know who it is either, Fallon. It's is called she, Prayer and well, I've Sea. I've heard this song, but it's just so odd to me that, that, like, I would Shazam it, but that the average person would, is this a list, the Shazam in Europe as well? Because I feel like that's like a it's song. It's got to be worldwide. Okay. Number one most Shazam song of all time. Okay, I rarely have the occasion to use Shazam, but just to clear it up, when you Shazam a song, you hold it up to whatever it's playing, and you go, what song is this? Mm-hmm. That's Shazam, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't ask it. You just hit the button, and it starts, like, loading. And it'll say, play. here's the song. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, in other stories, a few years back, one of George Clooney's friends says that George once invited 15 friends over for dinner and surprised each one of them with a suitcase, which contained a million dollars in cash. George has never confirmed or denied the story until now, and it's true. In an interview with GQ magazine, 
Uh, he said it happened in 2013 after he met his wife, Amal, but before they started dating. He was single, he had plenty of money, and he wanted to thank the people who helped him get where he was. His friends were mostly older than him. They loaned him money, let him sleep on their couches when he was broke, and helped him in other ways over the past 35 years. He said, I thought, you know, without them, I don't have any of this, and I get hit by a bus. They're all in the will, so why am I waiting to get hit by the bus? So how was George able to get his hands on $14 million in cash? Yeah. Well, uh, he did some research, found out there's an undisclosed location in downtown L.A. that has, quote, giant pallets of cash. And that's when it starts to sound like a heist movie. He rented an old beat-up van that said florist on it, drove to the place, got in the freight elevator with the van, took it down to the vault, and loaded it up with cash. He only told his assistant and a couple of security guys. He said they were uh, basically soiling their shorts over the plan, but he pulled it (laughs) off without a hitch. He divided the loot into 14 packs, and they weren't as heavy as you think. He didn't talk about how he handled the taxes, but the friend who told the story said that George told them he covered that beforehand. I have to wonder whether this story really is authentic. It just doesn't seem, it seems too good to be true. Why don't you just write checks? Unless you really wanted to show off and be dramatic. He is a dramatic showman. I will say that because he's like a big prank guy and stuff. But I'm like, uh, I believe he does have enough money to easily give. He does, right. Money. And he, they pro- he, he did you know, have the startup with like everyone else. Where he probably was crashing on couches and stuff. Yeah, I just don't know. It just sounds a little bit too good to be true that he was able to find this mysterious vault in downtown L.A. and drive a van down there and load it up with... It just sounds a little bit too like, oh, perfect. If someone's going to find the vault, though, it would be George Clooney. Someone would tell him. I suppose so. I saw a video the other day. I think it was either on TikTok or was on uh, Reels or something. And it was this kid, kind of a chubbier kid, 14, 15, 16 years old. And he's out playing basketball by himself, like in a city park. Mm Mm-hmm. And the person who's taking the video says, this kid's been out here playing basketball by himself for like the last four days. I'm going to go play basketball with him. So he goes up, and he's some sort of a pop star influencer or something. I don't know who the guy is. But then it's just a lonely kid. The influencer goes up. It's like, yo, let's play some basketball. So they play basketball. They show the kids smiling. And at the end, the influencer drops $15,000 in cash on the court. And the kid's like, whoa, you you dropped this money on the court. Now, remember, somebody's videoing from the side of the court. Mm Mm-hmm. And nobody seems to notice that he's there. Right. So he drops the $15,000 on the side on the court. And the kid's like, well, you dropped this. And the guy's like, no, man, that's for you. What? You're giving me 15000 Oh, my God. And I'm like, that's the fakest crap I've <laughs> ever seen. Okay, it started out cute that he went out to play basketball yeah. with him. That was believable. But then the fact that he had to drop $15,000. Yeah. For this kid, which would, he would never accept that he'd be like, dude, I can't take your 15. I mean, maybe he would. A kid would. I don't know. But you'd feel so like, oh, my God, do you think I'm pathetic? I, I'm not so pathetic. I need your 15. I'm a kid. That's I got a mom a and dad. Very, that's a very adult mindset. As a kid, you're like, what? Dylan would take that money, my stepson, and run home. And, and then, then we'd he would be it, like, wait, where did you get that? We would be the ones like, where did you get this? Who Did, did you rob a bank? Uh, if, the pay, if he came home with that, you'd be like, okay, find the kid, give it back right now. You're not going to take $15,000. All right, moving on here. Uh, speaking of money, uh, Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk is now on track to become the third richest person in the world with a net worth of roughly $117.5 billion. Uh, Jeff Bezos is current number one with 184. Bill Gates is still up there. He's doing fine uh, with uh, $129 billion. 
And that is the dirt for now on KWB. Hey, the last couple of minutes to text in that keyword. Speaking of money, uh, text it in to get your thousand dollars. And speaking of money, we're gonna do a little contest right now. Okay. Run a little bit late. We're gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna uh, play a famous dog. You have to name the famous dog. And if you can name the famous dog, I'm gonna mail you one of those dog leash poop things that I can't talk about here. If you can name the famous dog. If you can't, you have to promise Pinky Swear to go online and donate to the Animal Humane Society $15. Okay. Okay. So call me now to win. You're going to gamble right now. $15, you're gambling. It's probably illegal on the radio, and I don't care. So you just got to call 651-989-KDWB. I will play a famous dog. Okay? For example, this famous dog right here. Okay? Who is that famous dog? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Well, if you guess and you get it right, I'm going to give you one of those clippy little poopy bag things that you put on okay. the on your leash. But if you cannot, then you have to pledge to go online, facebook.com slash Fallon KDWB or facebook.com slash Dave Ryan KDWB and donate $15 because we're way behind on donations yeah. for this uh, fundraiser we're supposed to be doing this week. So call me now, 651-989-KDWB. To get started right now, here's Weather Girl Jenny. I'm going to play the dog for you. Jenny, yes. it's famous dog everybody's heard of. Okay. And here we go. You ready? Yep. Here we go. Jenny, name that famous dog. Mm. Toto. No. Good guess. No, sorry. That's Lassie. That would oh. be Lassie. <laughs> How could you not know that? Jenny? Yeah. Okay. Go I, online. I know. Fifteen dollars. All right. Now it's your turn. Six five one nine eight nine KDWB. We'll get somebody on the phone to play, and then you'll either owe us. Well, it's not us. Fifteen dollars. You want to do more than fifteen? You can do more than fifteen. And obviously, it's your choice. We're not going to check you and make sure you do it. Oh no, that's not true. Yes, we're going to come over and make sure. All right. On the phone, we have our first contestant for name that celebrity dog. We're going to talk to uh, Malisha. Is that your name? Yes. Hi, Malisha. Where are you calling from? From okay, Malisha, here we go. We have we have a little pinky swear here. You're going to okay. donate. If you don't get it, I got one of the poop hangers if you do. Here, you ready? Awesome. Here we go. Now, it's hard to hear, I admit, because there's a lot of dramatic music. In it. That's too bad. That's not The rules don't cover whether the music covers up the dog. Here we go, Malisha. Name that celebrity dog. That's tough. Um... Pluto. Pluto is a good guess. No, sorry, Beethoven. Beethoven. Oh. And when you hear it, you're like, oh, of course. Of course. Malisha, you didn't get it right. I'm going to let you go make your donation, okay? I will. Thank you. Thank you so much. One more. We're going to play with Travis right now. Travis is on the phone. Travis, you ready to do this? I am. All right, Travis, here comes your celebrity dog. Here we go. Right here. <laughs> Travis, what's your answer? Uh, it's, uh... <laughs> Dog from Homeward Bound. The dog. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one? You can stop. No, you can stop right now. Pants? It's actually Buddy. It's, it's, uh, no, pants. it's Buddy from Air Buddy. Take it. Now, now you're going. Of course. All right, Travis. I'm going to let you get off the phone. You don't win the clippy poopy thing, but you got to go make your donation. Deal. 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 Thank you, Travis. He's pissed. We'll be right back. Go make your donation online, Facebook.com slash Dave Ryan KWB or Facebook.com slash Fallon KWB for the Animal Humane Society. Okay, supposed to be nicer today. Weather Girl Jenny says partly sunny and a high of around 51. Tomorrow, about the same thing. It's like 10 degrees warmer than it is this time of the year normally. So I don't know if that means anything to you, but I do know that I read another study yesterday that's like we're much happier. Even people who are clinically depressed feel better after 
they get into some exercise. So if you have depression, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a therapist. I'm just a DJ who reads stuff. Yes. But it says even if you have clinical depression, uh, getting up and moving, I would say motion equals emotion, and motion mm-hmm. is the potion, Fallon. That's my new one. Motion is the potion. It's the potion. Motion is the potion. So get outside and move around a little bit before it gets cold, because when it's cold, you have an excuse to lay around. But right now, oh, today, you got to go it. for a walk. So. Like how far? Like the mailbox? No, you got to go a little bit. Got to get that blood. You got to get that blood pump in fact. I have a very steep driveway. My blood will pump. My heart will pump for about three minutes. So yeah. you you do right. uh, what is uh, whatever you want. You want? Oh to no, do. I'm playing the game right now where because I cannot ride my Peloton, I'm like, oh, I'd be riding that every day if I could. Oh, because of the hemorrhoid surgery. Yeah, I mean, I probably am close to the point where I probably could, but I don't want to like. No, I don't blame you. It's a great. Fate. Oh no, it's a, it's. A, I, I don't blame but you at all. When you can't do something, you're like, oh, I'd be riding it every day. Oh, come and then you know. Oh, totally. It's reality, like oh, it's two times a week. If I wasn't on vacation, I'd be losing weight. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I, oh my god, well, I'm on vacation, and well, Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm not gonna like diet on yeah, so I'm gonna eat everything. Yeah. Um, uh, you found an email. Yeah, I found this in our at the Dave Ryan show email yesterday, and I was like, oh, this is a good one. Uh, it says, hello there. I've been meaning to write this for quite some time and have decided that now as we're wrapping up what is most likely going to go down as the worst year ever Mm. to share a little story that'll make you smile. First, I'll start out by saying that I remember Dave's very first day. I was in elementary school at the time and have been listening since then. Fallon, I absolutely adore you. You make me laugh and I love following what you and your family are up to. Okay, story time. In 2012, I became a personal assistant to Prince. Yes, that Prince. How a Minnesota girl with no experience in the music industry got this dream job is a whole other crazy story, but I digress. Fast forward to winter 2013, and P and I were driving to Caribou and Chanhassen. You guys happened to be on, and P was intrigued by something Dave said. I mentioned to him that Dave lives in Chanhassen, too. He... Hmm, said a little bit. <laughs> okay. A little That's later cool. in the day, I got an email saying he wants me to invite Dave to the impromptu dance party, a.k.a. last minute concert that we were going to throw later that week. Dave, at least back then, you were a hard man to get in contact with. I tried calling the station, even the request line, emails to no avail. Night of the party came and P asked if you were coming and even remembered your name. I never got to you, never got an answer to my email, but wanted Dave to know at one time Prince knew who you were and wanted to party with you. Dave, I wanted you to know this. I have no idea if you're a fan or not, but hopefully this will make you smile as I smile every time he pops into my head. Oh, my gosh. That is a heartbreaking story because I don't want to go to a dance party, but I want to meet Prince. And the idea that Prince wanted to have me come over to meet me. Wow. And the fact that Prince not only was like, oh, he lives here in Chanhassen. Hmm. That he thought about it later in the day and sent her an email yeah. and then said, "Have and nobody could email me back then because we had no spam filters on our email. Yeah. And we would get hundreds of spam crap emails. So I never checked the company email. It's better now. Um, uh, but then that he remembered later in the day and said, is Dave coming to the dance party? Can you imagine? You dancing like Kermit the Frog there? I, yes, no, no, I no. can't imagine. I, I would not have danced. I wouldn't have, if, okay, here's what would happen. Okay, I played this through my mind. You did? Okay. I would say, oh my God, Susan, I've got to learn how to dance because Prince <laughs> is going to have me Prince is going to have me do his dance party. He's like, so Dave, you want to take the dance floor? You want to show us what you got? And I'd no, be like, that's... I'd do the drunken uncle. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, you always look like, if you imagine Kermit the Frog when he runs with his arms over his head, that's how Dave looks when he dances. It's kind of true. So Prince would have been like, okay, security, security, get about here, please, now. That is the coolest story ever. That makes my entire year. 2020 is a little bit better knowing that Prince 
wanted to have me come over for one of his impromptu dance parties and even emailed this girl and said, hey, invite Dave Ryan to come. Oh, man. Freaking spam. I want to hear how she became his assistant and stuff, too. That's pretty cool. Since she said I don't care about that. I don't care about that. No, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, it's cool. I want to make this about me. Can you imagine what? That Prince wanted me to come over. He invited me to come over and hang out. And because of spam, I couldn't do it. I never met Prince. I saw him in the neighborhood one time. I honked. I, I waved and he honked. And that's it. Oh, man. What do you, what in your mind is, happens in this scenario because in my it like feels like you think you become good friends with him you know we're both i don't know no. yet we're, yeah, we're both no. i think we have a lot of co- we would no. he loves oh, it God. but we have a lot of things that, okay maybe not <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like anybody who's like i used to say this about tina fey i used to say oh tina fey and i if we could hang out we'd be tight because we're you so much alike you? no you're right but i think that's the problem with anybody <laughs> you look at a celebrity and you go it's like all these people i'm going to tell you a story about fallon really quick fallon it's all kinds of people who say, we should go hang out, man. Not during the pandemic as much. Not but, anymore. That's when I first moved here. And I didn't have any friends or anything. Well, p- people still do. The Fallon, I just want to, I want to meet you. We could hang out. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you could. But, I mean, Fallon has like, got her own friends and things like that. Tina Fey doesn't want to hang out with me because she's no. got her own friends. But I still am convinced. What's, let me ask you this one. What celebrity are you convinced that you would be buddies yeah. with? If you could hang out with them, if you could just meet them and let them know how cool and funny you are, what celebrity could you hang out with? Jenny, I'm going to put you on the spot in a second, so do be you know, ready. You know that when I first moved here, I was invited to multiple things, like people like, and I am still friends with groups of people from those things. Like a, there's one group of girls that were like, wrote this long letter. I don't know if you remember. Um, it was like early when I worked here and they invited me to this girl's birthday party and gave all the reasons why I should go. And I went to her birthday party. And I am friends with that group of like five girls still. We really? text each other. Oh, that's awesome. We all have kids around the same time. It's like, and I, so I've met like a lot of people from that, from people being like, we should hang out sometime and get coffee. And I've become friends with them. It's like a, it's a weird world when you kind of open it up, but you can't open it up to everyone all the time. Right, course, right. But. I couldn't call up Tina Fey and say, you know what? I'm going to be in Manhattan next week. We should grab coffee. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Um, uh, Jenny, mm-hmm. what celebrity do you know you could be friends with if you just got a chance to meet him? Miley Cyrus. Really, why is yes. that? Oh, God, because she's just she's not really wild anymore because I think she's actually sober now. Mm-hmm. But she used to party, and regardless, she's still super fun. And she was just on this podcast I listened to, and just everything that she said, it just made a lot of sense to me. And I feel like we have very similar personalities. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about you? Who could you be friends with, Fallon? If you met him and you got a chance to hang out, they'd be like, "Oh, Fallon's pretty cool. I'm going to have her over sometime." I was, I said, uh, I I wanted to say like. Maybe like Casey Musgraves because she has this very dry okay. type of sense of humor. But also, part of me wants to be Taylor Swift's friend, but I couldn't be because I would not be able to keep her secrets. I would, <laughs> oh, I would no. not be able to. Dave, <laughs> Jenny, yeah. guess what Taylor told me? She okay, would you got to swear. N- don't tell anybody, but here's what happened. <laughs> All right, I'm just curious for you. Text me and let me know because that's kind of a, a fun little conversation. What do you think? What celebrity? Even if you don't text, think about it for yourself. What celebrity do you know you could be friends with? You could just meet him. Lori says Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon seems like a really cool, likable guy. Yeah, for sure. I would also say Garth Brooks. I met him one time, and he was so super nice. Country stars are usually really super nice. Dave. What? You and Will Smith. Me and Will Smith are about the same age. We're both funny. What? Devastatingly handsome. Huh? 
and super talented. What about you? Text well, no, me. No, what about you? You mentioned some things about Will Smith. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> Shut it, Fallon. I we'll was. be right back on KWB. <laughs> this is an odd conversation, but it's kind of fun to play with a little bit. Um, somebody wrote a letter, and they said they were Prince's personal assistant. And about 10 years ago, Prince was listening to KWB, and he was intrigued by something I said. I would love to know what it was that caught that brilliant mind yes. and made him notice. I can't even imagine what it was. Because it's endless amounts of wisdom that you you out so it could have been anything at any time at any day it could have been something stupid like paper tube tuesdays like you know that's that's really funny do we have any paper tubes around the studio so anyway he says invite dave ryan to our dance party and she tried and she couldn't get a hold of me because she emailed and i never checked email because it was a bad email address so she wrote and said yeah prince even said is dave ryan coming tonight and she said, no, I couldn't get a hold of him. Now, you can imagine how heartbroken Prince must have been. So upset. So <laughs> upset. And I thought, okay, what celebrities, we all think that if we meet a celebrity, we'd bond and we'd like hit yeah. it off and we'd be friends. Mine is Tina Fey, because I always think if I could hang out with Tina Fey, that'd be a lot of fun. So we asked you what celebrity you would be friends with. Jenny said Miley Cyrus. Yes. You said Casey Musgraves. I think so. I probably will change it a few times when I hear better ones. Um, Alyssa from St. Paul said, hands down, we'll be best friends with Jennifer Lawrence. Such a dry yet hilarious sense of humor. Um, uh, Janet says, Ben Platt would love me. We'd do slumber parties and probably wear matching PJs. I bet he'd braid my hair, too. <laughs> I love it. Very possible. Um, I would also like to hang out with David from S Creek, but I think that he'd be annoying after a while. I want to hang out with the character David, not the actor David. Oh, yeah. poor Daniel. Uh, here's one. I would love to hang out with Kanye. You'd never be bored. Everything he does is wild. Tara here from White Bear Lake, and I would definitely love to hang out with Pink. Uh, Dave, I would be friends with you. It'd be so fun to both chill. We both don't like people, but have to pretend we do because of our jobs. Okay, that's not entirely true. I do like people, and I don't pretend because of my jobs. I'm just okay. introverted. That's all. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, how awesome would that be? That'd be a cool one. Uh, there are a bunch of these. Um, yeah, Lizzo. Uh, someone, someone said she, she's lit. Lizzo could be fun to hang out with. I could hang out with Harrison Ford. I actually got to go when I was building his ranch in Wyoming. Wow, that's cool. Uh, there's a bunch of these. I hope you had fun with that. It is time now for Think Fast on 101.3 oh. KDWB. And on your Alexa, uh, say, Alexa, turn it. Did you know with your Alexa, you can say, Alexa, turn it to 6? Alexa, turn it down to four. Did you know that? No, but I, I don't have an Alexa, so I don't okay. know anything, but Me it does. Either. So I would say, Alexa, turn it up to ten so you can hear this. And Jenny, are you ready? I'm ready. Fallon, are you ready? Yes, sir. No, I, I can already tell I'm slow today. Really? You think so? Yeah, my coffee game was off this morning and everything's been off. Well, you know what? Maybe it'll come to you because here we go. You buzz in with, um, uh, your, answer. You just, with your answer. With your answer. Yeah. We played a nine, and you can play along at home as Seven. well. Seven. You're right. Thank you. And here we go. Something you put on your head besides a hat that starts with H. Hairpiece. Hairpiece works. Jenny's <laughs> on the board. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, a good name for a cat that starts with M. Milo. Milo. What Milo works. Yeah. I said Milo too. You said Milo after Jenny <laughs> said it. I yeah. did. Yeah. I was thinking of mittens, but Milo works just fine. A clean word you would yell if you hit your thumb with a hammer that starts with S. Shoot. Shoot, yep. Jenny, is, wow, Fallon, you are not having a good day today. It's because I'm thinking of the letter in my head and have a word prepared, and then I'm thrown off because it's never the letter I pick. It's a good strategy, but it only works one in 26 times. <laughs> That's right, Dave. <laughs> okay. So darn it was not available I mean, for no, that. but yeah. you were hoping that I would say D. I was. 
something you do with a dog that starts with a G. Go running. <laughs> you can't do that. I, I don't know. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, nobody's got it. I don't really have an answer. I probably had You're one in mind. You're supposed to write an answer. Yeah, down. I, I don't really do have one. <laughs> Giggle. No. Yeah. Something associated with Thanksgiving that starts with a P. Hi, Pilgrim. Ooh. I said Pilgrim, but Pie is a good yeah. answer, so Pie is the win. Fallon, what's the score it. right now? I needed it one to three. Oh, okay, Fallon's God. on the board. Something everyone, hold on. Something everyone has a picture of on their phone that starts with an F. Friends. Oh, Friends is yeah. good. Food would have been a good one. Next one. A brand of running shoes starting with a P. Puma. 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 Fallon has tied oh, it man. up. Jenny, yeah. did you? Don't did you, come at no, me no, right no. now. You're the host. Fallon can come I at know me. What Don't you come did. at me right now. No, no, no. You tortoise and haired yourself. You tortoise and haired yourself. You were so far ahead, you stopped by the side of the road to take a little snooze. No. Here comes tortoise over here, zooming right past you. The problem is, is I'm doing exactly what Fallon did. I got lucky on the first three, and it's I had true. the letters no. in my head that you chose, so then I got it, and now I'm not having the right letter in my head. <laughs> you look out your back window. Oh. You see something you don't want to see, mm. starting with M. Mice. What did you say, Jenny? I said mouse. Okay, you said a, a, just a hair before Fallon, so you get that point. The <laughs> reason people get fired, starting with L. Late. late, yeah. Ooh, Jenny, you got it. Okay. I even had L in my head. Did you? And you still late. didn't come up with it? No, I did, but I just said it after her. Okay. A bad name for a stripper. Starting with C. Carla. <laughs> Carla is perfect. Yeah, now, Carla's name. a lovely name. It is. But you never be like, okay, everybody, give it up, dancing to Death <laughs> Leopards, pour some sugar on me on stage number three, Carla. Woo! Technically, it might work. I don't know. <laughs> you expect something more exotic sounding. Champagne. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something people steal from work, starting with a P. Paper. Paper. Fallon got it with paper. What's the score now, Fallon? I think that. at five. Game point is seven. A laundry product starting with C. Clorox. Fallon barely under the buzzer with a C. Clorox. Fallon's at game point. You have come back. You tortoised and haired yourself, Mm -hmm. Jenny. Mm -hmm. You got too cocky. (laughs) You had this arrogant look on your face. I don't I know like where this came I from. I never got cocky. You got cocky. You got arrogant. I don't arrogant. like to get cocky because then if I lose, I feel real dumb. So I try not you're to about, get too cocky. You're about to lose. You're about to lose. <laughs> Maybe. But I'm going to try, Dave. I'm going to keep trying. I don't have to turn on you. The actual host is turning on you and he's not even in the competition. You tortoise and haired yourself. <laughs> if your boyfriend smelled like this, you would get suspicious, starting with a P. Perfume. Fallon got it. Come on. What did you say? I don't know. I said perfume, too. Be, I yeah. feel like I... I feel like I buzzed in faster, but it I took me a little longer so. to say it. I don't you think... have a drawl, yeah. Jenny. Do... You kind of have a drawl. Perfume. Okay, Fallon, you won. But I still came won. in faster. Oh, I'm I going back it. and listening to that audio. Listen to the audio. <laughs> I'm going to. How did you lose when you were so I... far ahead? I don't know, Dave. Jenny, what happened to you? I don't know. What Jenny did to herself, how would you put it into words? She is the person who, when they're running for a touchdown, yep. they celebrate, celebratory, hold the ball up above their head, <laughs> drop it on the five-yard line, <laughs> run across the end zone, the goal line, without the ball in their hand. They're like, what? what? And the whole team hates them. It's a good team. You don't own a team because you would have blown it for the entire 
entire it's team. A, it's a good team. I'm not on a team. It's a good thing. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just talking. Yelling at you. I know. I don't. I don't hey, know Jenny, why. I'm graciously I, trying to Jenny, lose right I now, know. but I can't. Any side note? Do you what? feel safe at work? I mean. On most days, let me, no. Let me just tell you something. When you're running across the goal line and you're on the five-yard line, don't start celebrating until you cross yeah. the goal line, Okay. Jenny. Team on your team. Okay, I'll park uh, Jenny, there's in no the I in team. Area. You, you, uh, there is tortoise, a me in team. Though. You hort, tortoise and haired yourself. You tortoise and haired yourself. We'll be back on KDBB. We have Dave's Dirt for you coming up in a couple of seconds. And um, uh, then we have, oh, Worst Eight Wednesday. Love Worst Date Wednesday. We got three great, horrible dates coming up on KDWB. I'm going to mention this because somebody said this a while ago. They said, I'm a big dog, dog lover, big pet supporter. I want to help the uh, uh, Humane Society uh, with the, the, the whole Animal Humane Society. You guys have not mentioned it enough this week. I've never heard it. Well, maybe you're right. So let's mention it again. We got to get $5,000 donated by Friday. We were at about $800 last time I checked. We're doing really bad. Yeah. So it's our fault for not mentioning it enough, apparently. Go online, facebook.com slash Fallon KDWB, and make a donation and be generous. They triple it for you. And here we go with the dirt on KDWB. Uh, there we go. I had some volume problems there. There we go. I got it all straightened out. Okay, though. Good. Okay. Uh, a couple of things going on. First of all, donate for Christmas Wish and submit for Christmas Wish. That starts right after we get back from Thanksgiving holiday. Thanksgiving is a week from tomorrow. So the Monday after that, we're going to start donating, granting Christmas wishes. So go online, kdwb.com, keyword wish. If you're new to the show, you've never heard of Christmas Wish, it's basically people in need that aren't being helped by anybody else. So it's very simple in its whole concept. It's not a. It's not something where we're helping out somebody who's had a big fundraiser or their church has done a fundraiser and not somebody with a GoFundMe. It's somebody who just can't afford some of the things that they need, yeah. whether it's you know some basic stuff for Christmas or sometimes, Fallon, it's just food. Yeah. It's just food on the table. And there's food banks, sure, but sometimes we want to give you a little something, a little extra. And some people need things like a new stove. One year we gave a woman a new stove. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we always treat them, you know, with with dignity, and it's fun, and we make it a lot of fun, and and it's a we're really proud of it. We, yes, we're really proud proud of the way we do Christmas Wish. So nominate online on DaveRyanShow.com. If you love watching Wheel of Fortune contestants make stupid mistakes, I found one for you, uh, and this is basically. Uh, let me play it for you, and then you can. I'll, there we go, Alex. Why? <laughs> Yeah, there's a why. What do we have? I'm declaring victory. Oh. What is that puzzle? Amanda. V. Yeah. Declaring victory. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Alex, you look a little puzzled, but you added a word. You said, I'm declaring victory, and you're not allowed to do that. You have to say, you have to just say the puzzle, and we, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't even know I said on. Yeah, yeah, you did. You were so excited. Okay. <laughs> Take my word. Look in my eyes. Would I lie to you? No, no, no I, I, I believe you. And you won $32,820. You still suck. I'd be like, ooh, this is the worst game ever. <laughs> Stupid rules. Uh, this is on Jimmy Kimmel last night, talking to Michael B. Jordan about being people's sexiest man alive in 2020. Do you feel more pressure now to look good? I think the expectation now is like, it's a little unreasonable. Just, just, just a little bit. But it's a, cool, it's a cool title to have. How do you find out? For me, I was in the car. I was driving with one of my boys. Uh, we were going on an errand in a run, and my, uh, my publicist and my, uh, my manager gives me a call. And first thing they ask, I'm, they're on speakerphone, you know, who are you with? And I'm like, I'm with uh, Bryce. 
okay, Bryce's family, he can know. I said, oh, okay, cool. And then they told me the news, and it was like, me? And I was like, like yeah, you. And then they kind of had this little banter back and forth, but it was a cool moment. I bet it was. Yeah. Did Bryce immediately start making fun of you, or did he wait? No, he, he at least waited until they hung up the phone, and then he immediately started, like, cracking jokes. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. When you get sexiest man, it's like, you know, that's cool to everybody else, but anybody that really knows you, that's just a, like a, just another way to, they can give jabs to you. Oh, yeah. So like, they've been, they, they were talking a lot of That's stuff. when you wish you had no friends. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, with with uh, friends like this, why do you need enemies? <laughs> we should find the Jenny Give It To Me guy of the day when she did Michael B. Jordan. Do you have the audio of that anywhere, Jenny? Because it was a classic. You were definitely ahead of the curve on that one um, when you made him your Give It To Me guy of the day. So let me know when you have that ready. I don't want to put any pressure on you or anything. Meantime, I'm going to read this story. Dolly Parton's on her way to becoming a national hero. She sunk a million bucks into the COVID-19 research that's resulted in the Moderna vaccine, which is said to be over 95% uh, protection of, from the virus. She made the donation through Nashville's Vanderbilt University, one of the institutions studying the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And uh, in case there was any doubt about her participation, they did some fact-checking. They find out, yes, that it was true. I think that's so awesome that people have a load of money, mm-hmm. and instead of sitting on it and building up walls around themselves, that they did something with it. So. That's what she's done her whole life. I mean, everything she does is like, she created the theme park where she's from so that there's a base employment for people there who grew up honestly without money and she created the imagination library so that every kid can have books it, it's free you get isn't free that books. cool she has continuous examples of this she's just a good person i love that because you know what you probably think of somewhere she's from pigeon forge tennessee mm-hmm. and you got to figure that probably everything's closed down in pigeon forge tennessee and the main street's abandoned but she gave it some life so instead of just pumping a walmart into town which they do in every small town which kills all the main street businesses um uh, that she opened up dollywood and yep. probably employs hundreds of people yep Taylor Swift's Red Album is the 99th greatest album of all time, according to Rolling Stone. She described it as a pure, absolute, to-the-core heartbreak album that includes some of her favorites uh, all too well about her short romance with Jake Gyllenhaal. Taylor initially recorded a version of the song still unreleased with more than seven verses. She said it included the F word. I really liked it, but at 10 minutes long, I needed to pare it down. Speaking of albums, this Friday got albums coming up uh, from uh, BTS, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, collaborations from Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa. It's called Prisoner, and Sean Mendez and uh, Justin Bieber called Monster. I really want to hear the Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa collaboration. I want to hear both of them. They both sound like. I mean, I like both groups. We'll have them for you Friday because we always get the new music first, and sometimes we a little sneaky sneak and we get a little bit early, and mm-hmm. sometimes we do that for you too. We did find it. In honor of Michael B. Jordan being named Sexiest Man Alive, here is Jenny's Give It To Me Guy of the Day <laughs> from a few months back. Hi, Weather Girl Jenny. How are Hello, you? Oh, great. How are you? So Weather Girl Jenny does this thing uh, where it's basically which guy, which hot guy she wants to talk about today. It makes everyone uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and yet, here we are. And now it's time for Weather Girl Jenny's Give It To Me Guy of the Day. Jenny's here we go. Give It To Me Guy of the Day. And all I want to say is give it to me. Bang, bang. Who did you choose this week, Jenny? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. It's Freaky Friday, so let me tell you the latest person I would like to get freak 
nasty with Michael B. Jordan. Mm. I'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure what the B stands for, but in my eyes, it has to be either big smile or beautiful heart. Now let me tell you a few words that That's okay. not what I was expecting. No, it's not. No. Okay. Oh, let it roll. Okay. Okay. Let's let start with this. B. Bondage. Balls. D- and buc- yeah, if yeah. any of those words appeal to you, my Instagram is at Jenny KDWD. And honey, we can work on that middle initial. Oh my God. Wow. Jenny's turning red. Okay, we are back to live now. Today is November 18th. It is 741 in the morning. We are back to live. That was from last spring, I think. Jenny, I'd forgotten how filthy you were with your guessing what the initials B stood for. I was. You guys spoke over it. You almost ruined my flair there for a second. Oh, oh my God. Okay, Jenny, I'm sweaty. Me but too. I'll tell you what, it's going to get worse, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Get ready, because we're doing the Worst Date Wednesday appetizer coming up in a couple of minutes on KDWV. Buckle up for Awkward, the Dave Ryan Show's Worst Date Wednesday. To start off with your appetizer, and here we go. Uh, dating this guy, my cousin hooked us up. Pretty cute and normal. We went to a Twins game for our first date. He liked baseball, and we drank beer. We got along pretty well. He lived in Wisconsin, so I went to visit his apartment for the first time. It's all normal. Yeah. Until I walked into his bedroom. Oh God! Oh God! What? He had a huge net above his bed, full of uh, full of full of um, full of frog stuffed animals. Only frog stuffed animals. Okay. All frog stuffed animals all over the bed. It was freaking creepy. His bathroom also had a shower curtain of frogs. I said, so what about them frogs there? <laughs> so what about them frogs there? And he said, his ex, and he collected the frogs, so I drank a lot to kind of forget it and move on. Then he came over to my apartment the next weekend, and he brought along a, um, a stuffed frog animal to sleep with. Legit needed it to sleep. It was so, so off and so oh creepy. We were like 25 at the time. I thankfully started dating my soon-to-be husband right after. Phew, she says. I would have had frog babies. That's from Tanya. Tanya. Frog babies? Yes, little baby tadpoles. They're adorable. What, what, what's up with them frogs there? <laughs> what, what's up with them? Next one. I want to start out by saying I would listen to your show for as long as I can remember. Remember listening to you in the mornings on my way to daycare when I was around five. Back when I was a junior in college, I worked at Target, started talking to one of the security guards there. He would text constantly, and we would always hang out, but it would always be between 11 p.m. and 12 a.m. My friends always said he must be a vampire because he never hangs out during the day. We hung a few times late at night, watching movies or TV, but he seemed nice, so I continued to stay engaged. He took me out to dinner once. It was kind of awkward. He couldn't hold the conversation to save his life, but he was still he was cute and he was sweet. One night he said, can I spend the night and hang out the next day and go on a hike with the dog? So I said, yes, I'm excited, excited to finally hang out during the day. Well, he shows up at my apartment with this huge, obnoxious dog that probably weighed about 150 pounds. He again came over late at night, 1.30 in the morning, so we fell asleep pretty early. The next morning, I woke up, and I laid there for a few hours, and he didn't want to get up. His dog started whining. Remember, he's got the 150-pound dog on the floor next to the bed. I figured, well, I better take the dog outside and go to the bathroom. The dog's whining. This guy continued to sleep, and I felt trapped in my room. Eventually, it was 12.45 in the afternoon. Jeez, I would have been up for hours and hours at that point. He was still sleeping in my bed, but I ended up texting a friend and said, Call me and ask me to go grocery shopping with you to get you out of get me out of this. So she did that, and I said, "I'm going to leave. I'm going to go grocery shopping." He woke up a little bit. And he said, "Okay, I'll just stay here until you come back." And she said, "We argued a little bit about us because I just wanted him to get out of there, and he didn't get the hint." 
so he stayed. Valentine's Day was just around the corner, like a couple of days later. And I had to work my serving job that night. I came home that night. I went to my door, my room, yeah, and my door was closed. Okay. Lights off, but I could hear the TV was on basketball inside my room. I was weird. That was weird because I definitely yeah. did not leave my room like that. Out from behind my door in a dark room, this guy appears holding roses. <laughs> I said, what are you doing here? And he said, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, my God. Gives me the flowers. Later, I ended up breaking up with him due to fights that he would start with me about that Valentine's night. He could not get over being mad that I didn't smell the roses. And how dare I ask him what he was doing there? Oh. He would go on to say, I would, I'm would. i a god and you don't deserve to have me. Jeez. Lucky to say I got out of that relationship before it got too crazy. That is from Ashley. Ashley, oh, thank you so much. Poor Ashley. All right, we're going to come up uh, in a second with Claire and the spotlight date of the week. But in the Perfect. meantime, I'm going to play this song, which is against the rules. It's not in the format, but we need to raise money for the Animal Humane Society. And I'm going to give a couple of call-outs now to the people who've donated yes. in the last hour or so. Because we've had some big donations yes, in the last thank hour. You, thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. But we need some more, obviously. So um, thanks for donating. If you are, for example, i got them on here. Jordan Scott donated. Julie Ryan, shout-out, donated. Andrew Zimmerman donated. Kathleen or Kaylin Branson. Brianna Knapp. Uh, Alexa Thielen. Louise Corley. Uh, Carrie Hamill. Uh, Katie Essel and Alyssa Ann have all donated in the last like day or less. Thank you. And you can all you just go to DaveRyanShow.com. On the main page, there's a link to donate. You have to scroll. It's a picture of a dog that's missing an eye, and he's adorable. He looks so, so happy. Cute. So uh, it's all part of our fundraiser this week for the Humane Society because they usually do their walk for animals this year. Everything's different, mm-hmm. but they still have the same needs. 23,000 pets they take care of every year. Exactly. And I was going to say, um, yeah, we'll keep doing shout-outs. I have an idea, by the way. What's your idea? For a way that we can get more money. What? For every $100 we get, mm-hmm. we play Who Let the Dogs Out. For every $100 we get? It doesn't have to be from one person. It could be collectively. Like, starting now. So, right now, we're at $1,135. Okay. If we get to $1,235... Who let the dogs out play? And that continues every $100. Like all day? Well, in the morning show, after we leave, there's oh no way God. they're going to let us continue that. Rich is going to murder us. I'm going to go ahead and give us credit for $100 right now. We're going to play <gasps> Ooh, Who Let the Dogs yeah. Out. Go donate. It's really important, and we're really behind. So we got to get the $5,000 by Friday. Should we do the thing that piano um, players do, like when they have dueling pianos? You can also... Put in $100 right after we start playing the song to stop the song. If you want to. Okay, if you want to, uh, go online on DaveRyanShow.com. Make your donation. And now, get ready, because it's time for the Worst Date Wednesday Spotlight Date of the Week. All right, here we go with Spotlight Date of the Week. I'm on the phone with Claire, and Claire's got a Spotlight Awful Worst Date Wednesday. It starts with buying tickets to the Ed Sheeran show. I'll let you take it away from there, Claire. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I bought uh, tickets to the Ed Sheeran show when he was here a couple years back. And uh, this guy had asked me out earlier that summer, so I thought I would return the favor since we had a nice time. And um, we started out with dinner. And uh, it was fine until the check came and the waitress handed it right to him instead of just, like, placing it on the table. Mm -hmm. And he 
gave it right back to her, and he's like, yeah, if we could do separate checks, that'd be great. Oh. And then had her send it back. When you had already Um, bought the concert tickets. Yeah. Okay. All right. A little weird. A little weird, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then we get to the U.S. Bank Stadium, and um, I got selected for a random pat-down at security, um, and he just continued on into the stadium. And just, like, waited for me inside. Okay, so he didn't wait uh, while you got yeah. patted down, which takes all of 30 seconds at the most. Right. Okay. Right. So he just walked in. Um, he made some comment about, like, how high up the seats were. And I'm like, all right, dude. Because um, you bought them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I just enjoyed the concert and had a great time and just forgot that I was there with him. Um. And then after the concert, we ran into his sibling and their spouse, and he offered them a ride home with us. So they took the green line back with us. Um, He ended up parking just, like, off of University and Snelling. So, like, not the greatest area to be hanging out at, like, 1230, 1 o'clock at night. Okay. Um, And so we were walking on the sidewalk where the car is and this large black SUV with tinted windows comes flying up university with the passenger door open. Oh my God. Wow. And we kind of just like stopped because we were so surprised and they stopped right next to us on the sidewalk and the driver was holding a gun, (gasps) pointing it at the passenger, the female passenger in his car, um, screaming at her to get out of the car or he was going to kill her and you're and, right so you're what you like wow you're walking to your car and this we're walking to our car wow. and we're like shocked so we kind of just like stopped yeah so this happened in like all of four seconds it takes much longer to tell than when it actually happened yeah. and she yells back at him you're not gonna kill me which i thought was very bold yeah no kidding with a gun pointed at her wow. um and so i turned to look at him to be like, oh my gosh, and he is down the block. He has ran. He is running. He is rounding the corner. This is your me. date. He has not done anything to pull you out of the way or to protect you or see if you're okay. No, he is off like a shot, so he to is, speak. He is, he is, yeah, so to speak. He is down the block, rounding the corner, and I'm like, <laughs> so then I take off. Yeah, then I'm like, oh, you're alone with this situation. Yeah. And so um, when I get to the car, he has started the car already. And I, like, jump into the front seat with his sibling and their spouse in the back. And I said, what was that? And he goes, that was crazy. And I went, oh, no, 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 not the gun. You. And what What did he say? You just left me. And he goes, that was insane. And I just looked at him like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. (sighs) I like the part in your email you say, turns out homeboy is sprinting down the sidewalk and rounding the corner about a mile away, homeboy. (laughs) Okay, so what happens eventually? You're in the car, you drive home, you never speak again, or what happened? Well, he asked his siblings, he's like, is it okay if I bring Claire home? And I said, I could just ask that guy for an Uber ride, or yeah, you could bring me home. Um, And yeah, he dropped me off at my house didn't thank me or anything which i mean it was terrible so i guess <laughs> i can't really say he had a great time well you had a great date the ed sharon show was great yeah. but yeah yeah um and he just dropped me off like at the street next to my house like didn't even stop his car and um i uh yeah no so we don't talk much at all 
I'm guessing Much. not. But occasionally, <laughs> yeah, not when you're desperate, you just send a little text. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that right. crazy? No, no, no. Okay. Well, you know what? I got to tell you, I, I I think everybody would like to think in that situation, you would, you know, like whether it's a man or you're a woman or whatever, you would grab your friend and you would hustle the yeah. F out of there. But you guess you never know until that happens. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I know. I feel like I know. I would grab whoever I was with. I would even think if so. They I agree. Just, like, I would like to think so. Yeah. Claire, great story. Thank and you, what Claire. a freaky date. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Like you said, that's insane. That's crazy. Thank you, Claire. If you got a worst date Wednesday, mail it into us to Ryan Show at KWB.com. Email Ryan Show at KWB.com. Get you on next week for worst date Wednesday. We have an unexpected update that I'm not sure how to handle. Okay. Um, earlier, I made a promise that for every $100 we received, we would play Baja Men's Who Let the Dogs Out. Yeah. At the time, we were at $1,135. We are now at $1,650. We've played five times. So we have to play it five times in a row. How's that work? We're going to get fired. Well, we can't play it right now, although we will play it after we do Change Jar Trivia, because okay. we're going to do Change Jar Trivia right now. Perfect. And uh, we got a big bunch of money in the Change Jar because somebody Venmoted it's Server and Bartender yes. Week. So you can only play if you're a server or bartender. $25 in the Change Jar right now. $25. And we're going to have a lot more, because I'll be honest, they sent me like... I think like $95 yesterday to put in there. So we'll start at 25 Okay. 25 bucks. Here is the way it works. You call me if you're a server or bartender. And uh, even if you're not working right now, maybe your bar is not open right now, uh, your restaurant's not open, but if you are, either way works. We're not going to research and find out, but we'll trust you that you are a server or bartender. Then you get the money in the change jar, or you can forward it on to tomorrow's winner. Let's do a warm-up round. Fally B, what do you got? What was the first year South Park aired? Ooh, okay. We used to talk about it all the time. I'm going to say 97. Yeah, good yeah, job. Okay. And that is a... Thank you. Here we go. Question two. I'm looking specific here. So don't give me some generic answer, David. Okay. Which instrument did John Lennon play in the Beatles? Oh, uh, he played... Well, he played guitar, but George played lead guitar. He played rhythm guitar. Yes, Dave. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Question three. I was like, if you throw out guitar, you can just leave this room. Thank you. That's what I thought. Which company owns Bugatti, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, and Ducati? Little Debbie snap ca- Snack Cakes, Fallon. No, David. But who? What? It's a think, think car company. Ford. No. Peugeot. No. Um, Lamborghini. No. I don't know. Lamborghini was one of the items. I don't know. It's clear that I don't know. You want to take another guess? Volkswagen. Volkswagen owns yeah. Lamborghini? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Question three. Wait, that's crazy. Question four. That's insane. Whoa. What substance are nails made out of? Well, um, uh, they're made out of calcium. I'm going to go calcium, Fallon. Uh, no, keratin. Keratin. Okay, sorry. And last one. Question five. Who portrayed Mary Poppins? Oh, easy. Julie Andrews, Fallon. It's easy if you know. Well, it's like anything. It's easy if you know. A test is easy if you study for it. I've told Carson that a million times. Who's so hard? Well, because you didn't study for it. I did so. Well, then it would have been easy if you studied for it. Shut up and get out of my room. Jeez. Tell me you guys have a healthy relationship. Let's play the game right now. Shailene is on the phone. Hi, Shailene from Cottage Grove. Where do you work, Shailene? I work at Smiling Moose in Hudson, Wisconsin. And are they still open doing their thing? Yes, we're still open doing our thing. It's been slow, obviously, lately, but no, nope, yeah. we're still there. 
when people come in and they say, um, what do you recommend? What's big here at the Smiling Moose? What do you usually recommend? Ooh, we have really good burgers, but we have on our menu, it's called the Pot Roast Dip Sandwich, and that's my favorite on oh, the menu. Oh, God. Ooh, pot Roast good. Dip. Okay. DoorDash. Guess what? You're going to go from Hudson over to Chanhappen. Might be a little cold by then. <laughs> just a guess. I mean, we do do DoorDash, too, so you should always try. You know what? It would piss off the DoorDash driver, but it's worth a shot. All right, you get $25 in the change jar, and here we go. You get three out of the five right, and you keep it or you forward it on, and here is your first question. Question one. How many weeks are in a year? 52. Look at that. Nice, 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 nice. Question two. Arachnophobia is the fear of what? I'm sorry, say that again? Arachnophobia is the fear of what? Oh, I don't know. It is the fear of spiders. Okay, that's all right. You still got three more to go. You got to get two of the three. Question three. Who did Madonna kiss at the 2003 VMAs? Britney Spears. Yes, correct. She also kissed Christina Aguilera, but the camera was not pointed at her at the time. I would have accepted either. You've got one more, and you got two chances. Question four. Uh, Okay, which Williams sister has won more Grand Slam titles? Uh, total guess, I'm going to go with Serena. Correct. Look at that. Okay, you were 50-50. I was like, okay. I know. Hey, you're a winner, Shailene from the Smiling Moose. Uh, would you like to keep your $25? I can Venmo that over to you, or do you want to forward it to tomorrow's winner? Yeah, I'm going to forward it to tomorrow's winner. That's so nice. Okay. Yeah, we're all struggling, so we need a little bit of good. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to write that down, so tomorrow's going to go up to, let's make it $35. It's getting big, Fallon, $35 tomorrow. You can make it more than that tomorrow, since we have 95 Why don't you make it 50 tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Okay, good thing Fallon's not in charge of the finances here at the radio station. We'd be (laughs) bankrupt. How much is it? Don't care. Buy it. Give it all away. Shailene, have a great day. Thank you. You guys, too. Thank you so much. Okay, let's pull it out. we got to play Who Let the Dogs Out, Jenny, because we promised that we would. Um, so let's play it. It's all part of our drive to get more money yeah. for the Animal Humane Society because we are responsible for raising $5,000. We woke up this morning. We looked at it. We said, oh, dang, we're behind. So we just want to plug it. We want because we love animals. Josie's my buddy. She's like my best buddy. She's 14, 13 She's like my buddy. I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. I don't know what I'm going to do. You got to. You should I, get a new pup now, so they can start like she, the puppy can start learning tricks from Josie. I don't think I would do that to Josie because she would. She's so jealous. She is such a one person, one dog kind of a dog. Anyway, they do such great work. They take care of about twenty three thousand pets a year, and it doesn't cost them a dime. Oh wait, it actually does. It costs a lot of money. So that's why they're asking for money from you donate you can go to com and click on the dog with the missing the eye he's adorable he looks so happy and make your donation okay is it just me or is that a different version of who let the dogs out because i've not heard that song on the radio in years but i think it's different don't you think i do earlier when you we started playing it you walked out i was like this sounds different maybe it's just been so long since i've heard it but it sounded different. I think it's way different. Anyway, I like it. The reason we're playing it is because uh, it brings you joy, number one. Come on. It's who let the dogs out. Who? Uh, that used to be like a big, like, um, when I would go to, so my friend Samantha in Indiana, her dad lived in Kentucky, and they were huge into football, and we'd go hang out with him some weekends, and they go to football games, and they played that song nonstop. 
with cowbells. Like they'd be like, oh my God, stand really? Stand up and cling their cowbells. Well, the reason we're playing is to get you to donate to the uh, uh, Animal Humane Society fundraiser because we're really behind. But thanks for all the donations and we're really getting it up there. And they're tripling all of your donations. So please do that. Uh, get a text message from Sydney at 5391. Text us anytime. That's our short code, 5391. Uh, it's KDWB1. Sydney says, shout out to anybody who was a bulldog hockey player in La Sueur, St. Peter, as Who Let the Dogs Out was our theme song for years. Hashtag throwback. Somebody else says via text, um, uh, can I just say my golden retriever and I just jammed out to that song. Heck yeah. I love this one. Taylor says, I karaoke this song drunk as hell on my 21st birthday right before I threw up and passed out. <laughs> Taylor, I'm glad you're okay. Uh, another one, um, uh, currently barking in my car to who let the dogs out. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, shout out to my niece Quinn on her birthday. She's turning the big O five five today, five years old from Auntie Lauren. Happy birthday. And my dog's trying to figure out where the barking's coming from in the car. This is hilarious. So, uh, somebody says via definitely a, a different version. So I think it is a definite, okay. a different version. It's so the cool. only one we have in our system though, for some reason. Is it really? Yeah. Cause Jenny said, I looked over and she's like, yeah, it's the only one we have in there. Works for me. All right, it's KDWB on the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show. Uh, yesterday, we we read it again today. So it came up yesterday that 12 years ago, 10 years ago, Prince was listening to our show. This comes from his personal assistant who wrote and told us just yesterday. And, uh, and so we talked about Prince listening to the show. And then yesterday we were talking about the mayor, mm-hmm. Melvin Carter from St. Paul. And I said, it wouldn't be cool. Mayor and I could hang out. I feel like we'd be good friends. Yeah. His wife was listening. Yeah. She called in and she said, I've been listening for years. You have a daughter, Allison, who's the same age as my daughter. We got to know her a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and so the mayor, I think, might be on Throwback Threesome either tomorrow or anyway, uh, next week. So I thought, I wonder who else is famous that's listening to the show. Well, what is famous? I mean, if Eric Perkins from Care 11 is listening, that counts. He's famous. Absolutely. But if we don't have the level of an Eric Perkins, then do we have the level of an Alex Kendall from, I mean, they're both about the same. They're both on local TV. But if you ha- if you were like the Miss Raz- K of the Milky Way, Princess K of the Milky yep. Way, or if you were the princess of the Raspberry Festival, or you were in the New Brighton Stockyard days and you were the Stockyard Queen in 2007, you're famous. Are you the most famous person listening to the show? Well, it depends. So if you're famous, you got to call me, and that's the level of fame we're looking for. Stockyard princess, Stockyard days, whatever, New Brighton, uh, Tomato Festival Queen, anything like that. What about class president? If that's the biggest we get, then that's okay. the biggest we All get. Right. I mean, if you were the valedictorian at Augsburg in 2013, then I guess that's as famous as we get. Maybe. So we'll keep a list. Okay. And we'll be like, oh, well, you've been unseated because wow. the Raspberry Festival queen called in and beat the whatever. There will be some controversy. Oh, my gosh. So I don't even know what would Trump, like certain things, if there are similar festivals, I don't know how you pick which Trump's which. You know what I'm saying? It's our judgment call, so we'll have to figure it out. But if you are famous or were famous, no matter how small you were, if you won the spelling bee at your elementary school in 1998. Well, then I'll kick us off as spelling bee champ of New Washington Elementary School. (laughs) Okay. If we can't beat that, then we need to just try better, try harder. Thank you. Call us if you are famous to any degree, and we'll see what we come up with. The phones are already ringing. We'll be right back at 651-989-KDWB. If you can't call... You can text, but you might get trumped by somebody because we'd rather hear your voice because we want to hear the pride in your voice. Who is the most famous person listening to the show? We discovered yesterday that probably the most famous person was Melvin Carter's wife. Mm -hmm. Um, She was listening to the show yesterday, 
And so we said today, let's give it a shot and see who is listening right now. So we're going to get through these pretty quickly because we want to clear the lines and let other famous people get a chance to so call in, too. So many famous people are calling. Yeah, Megan, very famous. Megan from Invergrove. Why are you famous, Megan? Uh, I'm uh, Miss Minnesota 2003. I competed at Miss America. Oh at Miss God. America? Do yeah. you do a talent at Miss America? I, I sang. I sang an aria. What do you do with your life and your time now, Miss Minnesota 2003? Well, thank you for calling me that. It's really important that people use my title formally. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I'm a, I'm a mom and a pastor. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that is so awesome. Uh, you are, as of right now, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I, am I the most famous person I, right now? I was so just going to say, yeah. And I love your self-important attitude because I have the same self-important attitude. It's good to be a big deal, isn't it? You know, for this moment in my life, I feel pretty darn special. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I love you. it. You know what? you got to have the personality to get in that whole Miss America thing, too. Yeah. And I think you've got it. Thanks, so. Megan, you're a riot. Thanks for calling in. She's in first place. Fallon, keep track for me, please. But she might get made out by Tanessa in Apple Valley. Tanessa, why are you famous? I was on divorce court. The I mean, legit, how did this happen and what went down? When? Uh, about two years ago, my ex thought we should go on there, and I would be told I was a narcissistic butthead. Yeah. And that is not what happened. What happened? <laughs> um, she got called a complete liar and couldn't prove anything she was telling the judge. So, so you the, won the case? Yeah, pretty much. We were divorced. I moved back to Minnesota. Wow. So do you get paid to be on divorce court? Yes, you do. You get the hotel paid for. You each get $400. You get Sweet. Uh, limos everywhere you go. What? Okay, that's so nice. you're glad you were on divorce court. I thought it was entertaining because I knew it wasn't going to go her way. Wow. <laughs> okay. I want to tell you it's a really tough decision, but we do have an official judge. Weather girl Jenny, do you think that it should be uh, the divorce? She's on the phone right now, so she yeah. can't play. We do have a judge, Fallon Bonset. Which one is the leader now, the more famous, the woman who's on divorce court or M Megan, Miss Minnesota? You said you would make these decisions. I'll make the decision right now, Miss Minnesota. Miss Minnesota, because okay, she was on national TV. Fine, but I fine. like the divorce court one. Okay. Bonnie, Apple Valley, why are you famous? We're looking to be the most famous person listening to the show. What do you got, Bonnie? Um feeling pretty famous still. I sold the most Girl Scout cookies in probably 1977. Champion. Holy. In 1997, I mean, the most in the state or Carver County or where did you sell Great the most? Question. Well, we're talking 40 years ago, and this was in Lakeville, Minnesota. Whoop, whoop. Did you, <laughs> did you get any sort of stuffed animal as your prize, you know, for all the child labor you did? You know, I'm thinking maybe a pixie stick. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. That's literally how it is. You're spending your Saturday set up at banks across the like state. You're working hard hours selling this, and then at the end of it all, you've sold thousands of dollars a box, and they're they're like, here's a pixie stick. And you're like, we do. It was worth it. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. You know, in, I hope you've enjoyed your 15 seconds in the limelight today. I did. I'm, thank you. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm still a champion today. I, I know you are, you Bonnie. Are, I can hear it in your attitude. She is not the most famous person. I didn't want to say it when she's on the phone, but I still think Miss America wins on that Miss Universe. Okay, it's but Minnesota, we have... Minnesota, right? Miss Minnesota, but That's she was true. in the Miss, uh, Miss America pageant. Sorry. Karen from beautiful Owatonna. Why are you famous, Karen? Um, well, I am the reigning Little Miss Blue Earth from mm. 1985. So, okay, reigning going back 35 years. <laughs> back then you were how old, 10-ish or so? I was five. 
1985. What did you yes. What do you remember about being Little Miss Blue Earth 1985? <laughs> well, not much. Not much. Okay, <laughs> great story though. Um, yeah. No, my my mom uh, had not very much money, so I had these really ugly clog clown shoes. They were awful, um, and they made us dance. They, we had a chorus choreographed dance to the Star Wars. I don't know theme song. No, you music. did not. Wow. Wow. Yep. But they stopped the contest when they found me. Oh, So they stopped. So you are reigning Miss Blue Earth 1985. Congratulations. No, that's, I mean, I I don't want to cut you off, but I think I've heard enough. Um, Let's move on to Misha out in Plymouth. Misha, why are you famous? We're looking for the most famous person listening to the show right now. Hi, Misha. Hi. Um, In 2015, I was the opening guest speaker at the health partners conference shut the front door the opening speaker yep what does Uh, that mean what did you speak about so they have what's called a their theme and new initiatives for the year we're including a health a a healthy pregnancy program and so i had gone through that and um, i had multiple conversations with their managers and had a great experience with it and so my story tied into it and so i kind of went up there and enlightened everyone and had a you know, put my comedy on it, and so I'm not... Told a couple of little zingers up there, too, while you're at it. I love a zinger. Fallon, does she take the lead? No. Who's in the lead, Fallon? I guess Miss Minnesota 2003 still. Okay, let's find out who else we got. By the way, thank you. <clears throat> let's go to Lisa in St. Francis. Lisa, why are you famous? Hello, I am famous for, when I was about 12 years old, I did the tractor pull for my age group, and I won against all the boys. What up? When you were 12 years old? Yep. Where was the tractor pull? At the Minnesota State Fair. What? Okay, that's a pretty big that deal. That's a pretty big deal. Is that bigger than Miss Minnesota, though? That's your call, Dave. I'm going to say Miss Minnesota's still in the okay, lead. Okay, fine. Because she's been on national television. But that is impressive. Okay. I don't want to discount any of these famous people. It's a hard judgment call, and you might argue with this one. Let's go to um, Dan from St. Michael. Why are you famous, Dan? Dan? Wait, hold on. Wait, there he is. Dan, why are you famous? Um, two Saturdays ago, I was on uh, the Oxygen Network. Uh, they did a, a one of those like uh, reenactment shows for, uh, for a murder, and uh, I knew the person that was involved, and so they interviewed me, and so I was on, on the show last week. Oh, gotcha. Oh, I thought maybe you played a fake cop or like a robber or something like that, but you were actually interviewed because you knew somebody. Yep, I was interviewed because uh, the person that did it was one of my good friends. Yikes. Yikes. Wow. So many questions. Is he more famous than Miss, Miss uh, Minnesota? He's on Oxygen. What's the, what was the, sh- could he, are you, do you feel comfortable saying what the show is called? Uh, it was called Killer Siblings. Killer Siblings. He was on Killer Siblings. Is he more famous than, I'm going to say no. I mean, I'm really? going to hold fast to, Dan, I admire you, but i got to say no on that one. But still, I appreciate your story. Okay. Okay. Wow. We've got another one. What a turn. This is uh, Mike over in St. Paul. Mike, why are you famous? Are you more famous? Argue that you're more famous than Miss Minnesota. Oh, I don't know if I'm more famous than her. Uh, I was a professional boxer from 1989 to 1997. Uh, I won the IBO Junior Welterweight Championship of the World in 1992. But more importantly, I think... Uh, I was an alcoholic back then, and I um, kind of turned my life around. I've been sober a little over 19 years, wow. and I currently work in a 
Drug and Alcohol Treatment Center, and I uh, run a boxing gym over on the east side of St. Paul right now, the Ray Street Old School Boxing Gym. That is really cool. What a life story. One of the championship books. That's a pretty big deal. Like world championship. Okay, we got time for one more, and this one, this is probably going to be the last we're going to have time for. Lindsay in Minnetonka, you were in a movie that I was in. Why why are you such a big star? Yeah, I was... um, I was in the same movie as you, and I got to walk in a school scene. I got to walk with Hayden, um, who was the lead actress. Yeah, she played Joe, somebody's daughter. Yeah, she was like 13 Mm -hmm. at the time, right? Yeah, yep. Which one are you in the movie? Do you see you clearly? Are you, like, talking to her, or are you way in the background by the drinking fountain? (laughs) Um, No, you can see me. I'm walking walking behind her with the daughter of the writer who actually her name was natalie which was the character that hayden played was with these little claim to fame i was in that movie i had a tiny tiny bit part that's my claim to fame yep. that's your claim to fame yeah. all these years later yep. any chance we get we bring it up absolutely <laughs> Lindsay. i'm glad you called in i still gotta hand it to miss minnesota wow she's the winner okay well, that's it most famous person listening thanks for listening it's 101.3 kwb you can't make this stuff up. Coming up in a couple of seconds, I got some new food developments. I got everything from a new flavor of Pepsi. You're either going to go, that sounds really good, or like, no thanks. New flavor of Pepsi, other food developments coming up on You Can't Make This Stuff Up. One, two, three, four. It's brought to you by Arthur's Jewelers. Hey, before we get to it, I'm just going to remind you, enter your dog in the Dave Minster Kennel Club Dog Show. Deadline's Friday. Uh, four categories, best hair, best smile, best pose, and best costume. Pick a category. You can enter in one. you got to choose one to get your pooch in. And uh, in each category, you get a $100 Chuck and Don's gift basket with little treats and little toys and little squeaky things in there. Then you can just put it under the tree and claim you got it for oh, them. Great idea. So enter your pet's photo. It's got to be a dog. And uh, it's all online on DaveRyanShow.com. Somebody asked, we're taking other pets. Not this time because it's, you know, it's it's the Dave Minster Kennel Club dog show, which every Thanksgiving... One of my traditions is we watch the Macy's Parade, mm-hmm. then we watch the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. I don't Because they're so either. impressive. Really? Don't do either of those? No, but I did mention to Jake this year we should start watching the Macy's Day parades. We have Olive now. Before, I don't know why. I think I would catch a little bit of it, but I didn't like set my alarm or you know pay attention closely. Um, it's always fun. You know, yeah. it's so traditional. Parades aren't what they used to be as far as like popularity. But they're still fun to watch. Yeah. It's a really simple form of entertainment. So, all right, here we go with uh, You Can't Make This Stuff Up. There's a thing called cuffing season, and I didn't know. I had to read what it's called, what it is. It's that time of the year when people look to be in a relationship during the holiday and cold winter months mm-hmm. just so they can have somebody to hang out with. But it's hard to cuff when you're virtually dating. Yeah, no kidding. But Chipotle wants to celebrate cuffing season anyway. Uh, they have teamed up with Uber Eats and the dating app Hinge to create a cuffing season menu, basically meals for two. Three options, the day date, the date night, and the hinge date. So that's all I know about it, but that's the thing. Apparently, cuffing season. Uh, If you're not going to be home for the holidays this year, uh, Jose Cuervo's got you covered. They're running a contest that lets you send a life-size cardboard doppeldrinker of yourself to your family and friends. Okay. You can enter at Cuervo Doppeldrinker. Dot com. Just upload a full body photo of yourself with your favorite drink in hand and tell them who you want your doppeldrinker to spend the holidays with. If you're chosen, Jose Cuervo will send your doppeldrinker to your chosen donation, okay. which would be funny. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, God, I got a six foot cut out of Troy in my living room. <laughs> what do I do with it? Here's a yeah. res- res- resolution a lot of people are making for uh, 2021. 
to get more sleep. Half of people who took this survey said that this year has been their worst year ever to sleep. No surprise. 42% of people, almost half, said they can't remember the last night they got a good night's sleep. Jeez, that sounds like Jenny. She has issues sleeping. Do you still have issues sleeping, Jenny? Because I've told you... You know, you uh, first of you know all the tips like the screen time and don't exercise before you work out. Are you still not before you go to sleep? Do you still have trouble sleeping? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as bad as like to fall asleep. I'm pretty exhausted all the time now, but it's like I wake up all the time. Very common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So weird. Um, uh, you know, Jenny. You never know. Was Santa might get you a sleep number bad <gasps> in your stocking? Santa, Not I've been a happen. very good girl this year. Please, Santa, bring me that uh, sleep number. I got a list some sketch yeah. today. You're a part of <laughs> Santa. That's not. It's not true. Uh, what's better than apple pie for the holidays? Apple pie. Fl- uh, apple pie flavored Pepsi. No joke. Pepsi just launched Pepsi Apple Pie which is a new apple pie-flavored cola that, according to the website, is designed and taste and smell like a sweet and comforting apple pie, complete with warm notes of cinnamon, crisp apples, and a buttery pastry crust. Um, as soon as it comes out, Jake will try it. My husband, he lives for those kind of like seasonal things or the new flavors. He'll always try like a new Oreo. He'll always try the new Coke flavors or Pepsi flavors. Oh, yeah, right. He loves doing that. So I'm sure his, and he loves a cinnamon add addition to anything. So I'm sure he's tickled to hear about it. Bad news is that you can't buy them in stores. It's what? a It's part of a marketing campaign. No. They're saying if you want to get a two liter bottle of the limited edition flavor, you basically, you got to go. I'm not going to give you the website because you're not ri- listening with a pencil. Just Google Pepsi or Apple Pie Pepsi and you'll figure it out. Two liters? Who even, two liters? They go flat so fast. I totally agree, Fallon. Unless you're having an event or you have yes. a big family and you're all or like kids are coming over for pizza. Like if you're making it's a gonna punch, go, yeah. It's going to go flat. I yeah. agree. Um, one more thing, and this is uh, Dean's Home Services doing something really cool where if you go out, it's on my Instagram. All the rules are on my Instagram. But if you go out and take a picture of anything Dean's, like a Dean's truck or a Dean's billboard or wherever you see one, uh, then all you got to do to win a $500 Amazon gift card is you take a picture of yourself with it and then hashtag it, find Deans. They'll find their favorite picture with that hashtag and they'll have a winner by November 30th of a $500 Amazon gift card. Wow. So Deans Home okay. Services, yeah. there's a picture of me posing by a Deans truck. Oh, I saw you look so hype. I'm so hyped. They're like, hype it up, look like you're excited. I'm like, okay, how about this? Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so go do that. Get by a Dean's truck, or if you have a, like a I don't know a Dean's billboard in your neighborhood, get it in the background. Hashtag it. Find Dean's. They'll go through all the hashtags and give somebody a five hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Coming back in a second with Dave's Dirt on one hundred one point three KDWB. Hi, this is Molly from Dubuque, Iowa, and you're listening to Dave's Dirt on one hundred one point three. KDWB. That is some energy right there, Dubuque. Thank you so much. Uh, So in the dirt today, uh, Lil Wayne going to prison for possibly 10 years after being hit with a federal weapons charge. TMZ reports that the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida has charged him with one count of possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted felon. Uh, The charge is tied to a December 2019 incident where federal agents searched his plane 
at a Miami airport stopping in Florida on its way to California. When it happened, his lawyer said that he was cleared to leave, even though the search turned up guns and drugs. Mm. It appears things have finally caught up with him, and he's due in court next month to face the music. Okay. Okay. It would seem pretty easy to avoid guns and drugs when you're a felon, but apparently it's not as easy as you might think it is. Justin Bieber plans to steal the show at Sunday night's American Music Awards. Um, He hasn't appeared in the ceremony since 2016. He's going to come back in what's described as a multi-song, multimedia experience. He said he's going to do both holy and lonely with an assist from Benny Bianco, who's kind of a collaborator. Some surprises thrown in there as well. Uh, Here's the performance list for the American Music Awards on Sunday. Okay. Billie Eilish. Yes. BTS. Dua Lipa. Jennifer Lopez, Katy Perry, Lil Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, Nelly, Shawn Mendes, and The Weeknd. Wow. Sunday night, 7 o'clock. That's a lot of people. On Channel 5. Oh, I can watch this one. It isn't on cable. Because um, you don't have cable, but you have your local stations. Yes, Okay. Um, it's not going to be one of those distance, virtual, living room kind of things either. I think I watched the CMAs. I think it was the CMAs yeah. last week, and they had all the seats cleared out of the auditorium, and they had it. Space at tables, so they'd had people sitting at tables. Okay. And it was really a cool look because there was still an audience to perform for, but they were distant. So I hope the American Music Awards takes a cue from them and has a live audience. I don't know though, but I think, I think that's they, what they're doing. I think they figured it out. Can I tell you something? I was talking to Paul Fletcher, who works down at Cities ninety seven, yeah. and he's doing something really cool with like you know Imagine Theaters, oh, Imagine Theaters, yeah. And not to get into that, but we were talking about going to a movie. And I'm like, you know, I would go to a movie. I said, Carson's home from school. I said, that's something that I would feel comfortable going with. And Paul had a really good point. He said, people have no real problem going to Target or Walmart or going down to Cub mm-hmm. where you really can't avoid walking two feet away from people in the bread aisle. Yep. You really can't avoid being a foot away from somebody while you're walking through the store. In a movie theater, you can easily distance yourself feet away, 20 feet, 30 feet away from people oh, I at a agree. movie theater. And the closest contact you're going to have is with the ticket thing and the people selling you, you the popcorn. I, we always order our tickets online, like for yeah. Imagine, before we go in. And you can even pre-order concessions at most places. But the only, my only thing I would say is what I thought about was it, it it's like the odds are stacked against theaters, which is so unfair because like people aren't, that are like companies aren't even releasing good movies. That's true. When yeah. I looked at the lineup of movies recently, I'm like, there's nothing even I would like. If there was something I wanted to see, I would probably consider going to see a movie. But because you're right, it's like they can absolutely with the way that they reserve seats now, you can absolutely socially distance people. Yeah, so, I, I think know. so. Yeah. Wouldn't you think so? Um, uh, so I don't know if you're if you're worried about going to a lot of movie theaters like the Chan Hassan dinner or movie, not the dinner theater, the Chan Hassan cinema. There was an article in the paper last week that said they might close by the end of this month if they can't get their business wow. up. And it's such a staple of our little yeah. town. And we've gone to hundreds of movies over the years. It would be sad to drive by there and uh, and have it not be there. All right, we're going to play Winning Song Wednesday on KWB. Each of us is going to give a, a, a give you a song. You call and vote for which song you want to hear us play. Okay. So I'm going to submit my song. This is not the uh, mixtape game, so we don't argue about it. We just say, hey, here's the song. My submission this week on Winning Song Wednesday, I hope it earns your vote, is this one. It's What Goes Around Comes Around by JT. That is my submission on Winning Song Wednesday. Fallon, what is your submission? I chose this 
banger that I think people have forgotten about, but it was a jam from a one-off actress. It's called Cups. When I'm Hey, Weather Girl Jenny, what's your song on Winning Song Wednesday? I don't even know what year this happened, but they were another one-hit wonder. It's a band called Five. It's called When the Lights Go Out. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. About 97. Mm -hmm. That's the year that Backstreet Boys didn't show up and had to cancel it last oh, chance summer dance no. and so five they were so cool they were the first act to appear on stage that day because nobody knew who they were they were really like new and then later when backstreet boys didn't show up they were so cool they said hey we'll go out and take the heat off by playing a second set if you want us to we're like yeah please oh, gosh <laughs> so i would they not did. want to do that if i was them um, uh, I would want the people to potentially boo me because I'm not the Backstreet Boys, you know? They, I don't think they got booed. Our, our boss was worried. He's like, there's going to be a riot. They're going to be a riot. They're going to rush the stage. I said, look at the crowd out there. You moron. It's 15-year-old kids. They're the most vicious. They're not going to They're not gonna rush the stage. Yeah, they are. You better find a place to hide. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Find a place to hide. He, he was hiding out in a trailer somewhere. <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm like, you, they're not going to okay. rush the stage. And they did not rush the stage. They were disappointed. Yeah. All right, which song are you voting for on Winning Song Wednesday? We're going to play one of them right now. Let's grab the phones. We're going to do these live right now. we got, uh, I think, Austin, is or is it Dave? Is your name Dave? Uh, Austin. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm the one you're voting for. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was confused. <laughs> Austin, you're voting for my song. How come? Uh, I love that song. Okay. Good answer. Okay. Thank you, Austin. Dave's in the lead right now. Up next is Monica. Who are you voting for, Monica? Five by for Jenny. Okay. This is going to be a tough race. Let's okay. go to the next one here. Let's go to Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Who are Hello. you voting for? You've got either cups. What goes around comes around, or when the lights go out by five. I'm voting for when the lights go out by five. Oh okay, my we only gosh. need one more to get Jenny's song over the top. Fallon's song doesn't have any votes yet. I got one six five one ninety nine Katie would be why? I really because we haven't played that song in so long. I thought people would be like, oh yeah, that was the jam, and now. But like, I get Jenny's also, so I'm not hating at all. It's such a throwback that never gets played anymore. All right, this could be the settling vote. Christina, good morning. Hi. Who are you voting for, Christina? I am going to vote for the five stops. And there it is. There's our winner. It's five. Thank you, Christina. When the lights go out from 97 on KDWB. Dave Ryan Show, 101.3 KDWB. That was uh, five when the lights go out, about 97 or so on uh, Winning Song Wednesday. Jenny Song, thanks for the votes. I like that one. Remember Sydney? She used to be on our show. She was. We worked here at the radio station. She got furloughed, and she lives a crazy life. She does. She is now out in California, and I don't know what she's doing, but she has come up with 10 things that guys do wrong. I also want to ask her a question. Ariana Grande specifically called out Something that people like TikTokers and stuff are doing in California. Really? Okay. Sydney 
was doing exactly that. And I wanted to ask Sydney if she feels personally attacked by Ariana Grande. Sydney is, when she's on the show, we just sit back and let her take it because we can't keep up with her. <laughs> no, Sydney <laughs> is coming up in a, in a couple of minutes on KW. Sydney used to work here at the radio station. <laughs> Sydney is a ball of fire. Sydney is a laugh a minute. And Sydney is everybody's friend instantly. Mm-hmm. And Sydney is, she's also exhausting because I could never keep up with her. No, I think she's exhausted too because she wants, she doesn't want to miss out on anything. And so I just imagine that she doesn't sleep. Do you ever sleep, Sydney? No, I mean, sometimes. I actually like have been sleeping a lot lately because I don't do much. <laughs> okay, well, not do much to you is like you know, a full day to be in Fallon. Yes. So let's uh, kind of bring up speed here. We used to do This Week on Campus back when Campus Life was a thing, and Sydney was over at the U of M like even a year ago, and we would get reports on campus, and it was always about drama and boy drama and things like that. And it still probably is, but Sydney has left like campus, and I don't know if you're distant learning, but you're now in Los Angeles, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm doing Zoom University, but campus life is no more. What are you doing in, like, Los Angeles? What does your day consist of out there? Um, laying on my couch and laying in my pool, if I'm being quite honest. I've been working from my phone, and I've been doing school from my laptop. So there's not really much for me to go and do, especially, like, during a pandemic. Okay. Yes. Everything gotcha. here is closed. Did so you hear that? My they- day-to-day is... Sydney, did you hear what? that they closed? They started, like, they made a mandatory bar close at, like, 10 p.m. here because of the youths like you? <laughs> yeah, that's devastating for all my friends. So now I really have no reason to come back. Jeez. What well, were you going to ask her? You wanted to ask her yes. something. And what was it? You, uh, go ahead. She's gonna, you're going to know what I'm talking about as soon as I start talking about it. Did you feel personally attacked by Ariana Grande when she said, all, I'm summarizing, all these TikTokers need to stop going to uh, what's the place called? Saddle Ranch. Like, can you seriously uh, not miss out on Saddle Ranch for one night and not get your Instagram post? Is that a bar, Sydney? Yeah, it's the uh, the most popular bar in Los Angeles, but they really do follow, like, social distancing guidelines. Like, the tables are evenly spaced. You have to have a mask on. No more than six people to a table. Like, they are very, very strict. But the fact that, like, Ariana Grande was calling out, I'm like, all oh, right, maybe I should take a step back because she's, like, the queen, you know? <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, so Saddle Ranch, i got to write that down in my things to do when I'm in L.A. Oh, God, they're like, oh, we're booked. I don't see anyone in here. What do you mean? <laughs> so, Sydney, I found your intro. Hold on, here's your intro. Very important. The Dave Ryan Show presents This Week on Campus. Okay, so now we have Sydney. She's not on campus. She's, um, you know, Zoom University at the U of M. But you spend a lot of the time, like, you know, like, I don't know, you're doing your social, you're doing your thing. But we wanted to ask you, because it came up over the weekend or a couple of days ago, I was like, what do guys do wrong? Because there's, like, guys that are just clueless. What do they do wrong? So we've heard from Fallon. We've heard from Jenny. But I wanted to ask you, because you are in the thick of it, because you are single and you're young and you're 23 And you put together a list of things that guys do wrong just in general, primarily relationship stuff. Right, Sid? I sure did. Okay, I can't wait. I'm going to leave you alone. You do your thing. All right. I I mean, I've said this before. I unfortunately am big on dating apps because I don't have really many other options right now. Mm -hmm. But I think the worst thing that people do on dating apps is that they lead their account with a shirtless mirror selfie. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you use that as your first picture? Like, I don't really want to see all of that quite yet. And it doesn't really need to be in the mirror either. But when they take it from the dating profile and they see your Instagram on there and then they go to your Instagram profile, 
I don't understand why they like 67 posts in a row. Because it's, it's just spamming my notifications, and now I see your name, but, like, it doesn't make me want to click on it. And also, when they're, like, liking pictures from 2017, I don't even look like that anymore. <laughs> so you so find, so, so some guy will start following you, then he'll like go back and like a picture of you, like, on your, like, high school grad party. Literally, and it's like, how how did you even get that far? And, like, are you even looking at the picture, or are you just, like, making a point so I could see your name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feels like that, because I thought it was, like... A faux pas that you never like an old photo. Oh, but some of them will go so far back that it's just insane. If I wanted like to... Like, they might have... I was going to say... There's people, arthritis if, and there's some scrolling. <laughs> if you want to go see Sydney on Instagram, give me your, your Instagram again, Sydney. Um, it's Sydney Monroe, and there's two Ys at the end of Sydney. Okay, S-Y-D-N-E-Y-Y-M-O-N-R-O-E, Sydney Monroe. Okay. We're having Sydney give her reasons like things that guys are doing wrong. We're up to, I think, number four. We're on number three. Oh, three. Okay, <laughs> but it's still about Instagram because after they spam your photos, then they'll typically follow you. And when people follow me, I always look at their profile and then I make a decision if I'm going to follow back or not. Yeah. But I don't really like following people I don't know. But what's really creepy is when they follow and then unfollow like every four days. Yeah. But like, I definitely saw your name the first time. And if I wanted to follow back, I would have. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they follow you but so their name best- shows up again yeah. and so and so followed you. Okay. That's like a that's a tactic for like spam. Like if someone's like trying to like a businesses that they do that too in hopes that you'll eventually follow okay, them. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool for them because they have money to make, but I, the dating part is just not looking good for them. <laughs> Another thing that I hate is when they ask you to hang out at their house on the first date. Like, that just screams, like, trouble. Yeah, murder. And I'm not stupid, so, like, I know what, they, what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to sit in, like, a poorly decorated guy's room and click through Netflix a million times because <laughs> you don't even know what each other's like. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly decorated room. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. But it's even worse when they ask you to hang out at 2 a.m. Because, again, I'm not stupid, but, like, I'm guilty. Okay, the 2 a.m. text does get me because I don't I don't sleep. Mm-hmm. So, 2 a.m., I'm, like, down to hang out, which it always gets me in trouble. So, wait. Stop right there because I feel a story coming on. So, you said, don't text me at 2 a.m. At this next breath, you said, somebody texted me at 2 a.m. and it worked. What happened? Oh, well, the dating game in L.A. is tough, but I met this guy, and he was really, really cute. I met him through mutual friends, and we had hung out, like, a few times, so I guess it wasn't, like, the go-to first time hanging out, but the other day, he texted me at 2 a.m., and I thought, like, oh, God, this is, like, a drunk text, you know, and I don't know him well enough to be, like, what's your personality when you're drunk, Mm -hmm. but he kept insisting that he wasn't drunk, so I was like, okay, I'll go hang out. And I went over and hung out, and we have not talked since. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was not good. I I should have listened my heart on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, no more 2 a.m. text. Don't text me at 2 a.m. I'm not giving it any longer. No, we're, mm-hmm. we're talking to Sydney. She used to, you know, she still goes to the U, but she's living in L.A. now, and that's a crazy life. I don't even know what's going on no. out there. But she's given us things that guys do wrong. So we're on point number six of things that guys do wrong. Of 715 different things <laughs> that guys know. I guess we got 10. What's number six? On um, the first date or like the first few dates, don't talk about your ex. 
like we can talk, talk about your ex trauma down the road, but not on the first few dates because that like comes off as like you're not over them. Which is why I have to refrain from going on dates because I will bring up my ex. Mm, okay, gotcha. So you don't want them to, but you will sometimes. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Ah. Only I am allowed to do that. Your next one Not is anyone else. Next one is lose the fish. What do you mean by lose the fish? Because okay, I feel like every time I like see a new guy or I start talking to a new guy, especially in a dating app, and my friends like always want to see pictures, you know, of what they are, who they look like, or who they are and what they look like. And every time I go to their Instagram, there's always dead fish on people's profiles. And I don't know if that's like a Minnesota thing because. <laughs> like hunting and all that is like popular but don't put dead animals on your profile like, like do you not have a picture of like you and your family on christmas or like you and your friends at like a college football game why are you holding a dead fish okay point number eight what do guys do wrong they slide in the DMs, very boring. Like, a hey isn't going to cut it. Like, show your creativity. Because if you're just saying hey, it's just, it's not going to grab my attention. And anyone can say hey. But that might just be me. Like, I, I kind of do enjoy, like, the cheesy pickup lines. But hey is so boring. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to assume you're boring. So I'm not going to keep going with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I get that. Number nine. I respect people who, like come up to me in person which is great but i've noticed like sometimes like well pre-pandemic like being out at the bar and everyone's out socializing like at a concert i like catch i like can see cute guys in the room but it's instantly ruined when i see them talking to 12 other girls and then if they have to keep going and they're talking to one girl and then another girl and then they somehow get to me there's going to be another failed mission because I don't want to talk to someone who has complimented literally every girl in the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I hear that, sister. <laughs> and then finally, number 10 thing that guys are doing wrong. It's right back to like the being out in public, but the eye contact game is a really not a fun game to play because I had that happen where I'm like out in public and someone keeps like looking at me and then after I notice that they're looking at me, I look at them. But if we continually are making that eye contact and you're, like, not coming up to me and saying anything, I'm going to think you're, like, plotting my murder. <laughs> <laughs> so don't stare and keep staring, then come over and talk to Sydney. We'll come up and talk, like, after the first, like, three eye contacts, okay. maybe. But, like, when we're on eye contact 20 and you haven't said anything... Are you, like, waiting to see if I, like, leave the bar so you can kidnap me? Like, what is going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sydney, I want to tell you, you have a universe of problems that are like nobody yep. else's problems. No. And that's why we love to talk to you. Sydney, this week on campus, have a great week. Sydney, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? You too, guys. Bye. Bye. This has been This Week on Campus. Thank you. On 101.3 KDWB. Thanksgiving's a week from tomorrow, so here's a classic going back a few years. It's Butterball, KDWB. We got in the car, we drove real far to my mama's house in Otsego. We passed French Lake and Foster Lake and a bunch of other lakes. At noon we arrived, my cousin Brian and I, we both said our hellos. As I walked inside, my eyes got real wide as something filled my nose. Cause I could smell the butterball. The scent came drifting down the hall. I didn't care about.
was some dark meat. Yes, I love some dark meat. My grandpa Pete, he said, let's eat. And I was first to sit down. I reached across for cranberry sauce and yams with melted marshmallows. But I saved a space, a big spot on my place for what I knew would come next. I took me a leg, and I have to say it was quite a good leg. Cause I ate the butterball. If I could, I'd eat it all. I also drank a lot of alcohol, and I hit on my cousin Kate, cause I ate the butterball, potatoes rolls, I ate them all, my gut looks like a basketball, now I wanna do is take a nap, yeah, take a nap, yeah, take a nap. On KDWB. And now, 101.3 KDWB. Time for Fallonies, your dumb criminal stories, and here comes Fally B. All right. You ready for this, big boy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll never do that again. I apologize. Here's a 44-year-old guy named Matthew in California. He's been running a $35 million Ponzi scheme since 2015, mainly by convincing people at his mega church to invest with him and then he pockets the money. Wow. On Monday, the FBI went to his house to arrest him. He took off in his pickup, drove to a lake, and then jumped in. But he had a plan. Matthew had a Yamaha. That's a sea scooter that basically drags you around underwater at about four miles per hour. So underwater. I was yeah. picturing a jet ski, but it's an underwater sea scooter then? Yeah, I didn't want to read the full, full yeah. like, 350 LI underwater supermarket. No, 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 uh-uh. So there were a few flaws in his plan, though. One, he jumped in a lake, uh, so not likely to escape that. No. Two, he didn't have any breathing equipment, so he had to keep coming up for air. And three, the lake was really cold. He finally got out after 25 minutes and was arrested (laughs) for wire fraud, mail fraud, money laundering, and witness tampering. He's looking at up to 20 years in prison. Ooh, not so good for this guy, Nope, and there are are your felonies. I got to mention this is actually so cool. We just found out about this one. We already know Jingle Ball from Capital One is coming back, powered by Xfinity. This year, everybody's got a front row seat because it's virtual, and the lineup is huge this year. Uh, so we're really excited about that one. But share your photo of your 2020 musical superstars, a tribute to your favorite homegrown musical artist, on our Xfinity Jingle Ball Gallery page on KDWB.com. So if that doesn't make any sense to you, then go find out what it's all about on KDWB.com, our Xfinity Jingle Ball Gallery page. You can share a photo of your 2020 musical superstars, and it's a tribute to your favorite homegrown musical artist on the Xfinity Jingle Ball Gallery page on KDWB.com. Jenny, I need your help. What's up? Fallon's too critical, so I need your I need your input here. What did I what did I do now? I'm working on my impression of Alexis. Yes. I've been working on it off and on all morning. And we'll see how we're doing here. Before you do it, can I help see, you? I knew it. Here we go. What, what? You're saying it in the wrong order, so at least say it in the right order. It's ooh, David, not David ooh. So please at least get it in the right order when you Butcher it. See, before I could even open my mouth. I knew it was going to happen. Ew, David. 
What do you think? Okay, that was much better earlier. Thank you. Thank you. That's much better. I think it's a little drawn out more on the ew. Like, or actually, no, it's actually faster, I think. It's like, ew, David. Yes, Jenny nails it. You need to listen to Jenny. You need to go up on the David. You need to shorten your ew. Ew, David. Uh, Less id at the end. David. How about that? I'm going to do David. Ready? Here we go. So, and that's it. That's it? That's it. So, you're like, so, I, so, but you don't have a job, so, thank you. Oh, okay. no. But, but we don't have a car, so, what do you think? Come on, that was I think good. that was good. You didn't really, in the beginning, you didn't really say what Alexis you were talking about, so I literally thought you were going to do the Alexis, like, the speaker, and not from that's the Alex- TV show. That's Alexa. It's, I don't have one. I don't care who she is. I don't address her by her proper name. It is S Creek, the TV show Dave is talking about. Hey, I'm talking about S Creek. So, so. thank you. <laughs> so excited. I'm going to do my David impression tonight and my Alexis impression I've... on Facebook Live. Oh! Facebook Live, the Dave Ryan in the morning show tonight, yeah. 7 o'clock. New magic, new illusions, new ukulele illusions. songs. All request ukulele, and I'll do my Alexis and David impression. So. You, have to, you think well, you're. You think you're going to be looking sexy tonight like you did last week? Put my hair up like he does. Yeah? He's got some really cool hair. He does. I don't have enough to do that with. Since it'll be video visual, will you do the, like, they have mannerisms as well. Like, Alexis always has her hands up, kind of looking at T-Rex vibe. That's her vibe. Okay. I'll work on that. So much to shoot for. Thank you, Fallon. All right. Thank you, guys. It's coming up on uh, Dave's Dirt. This is John from sunny and hot Austin, Texas. You're listening to Dave's Dirt on 101.3 KDWB. Thank you, John. I don't think the sunny and hot is in the forecast here, but sunny and warmer today and a high around 51. Tomorrow about 50, so we'll take that. I wanted to remind you that we're doing a big fundraiser all this week for the Animal Humane Society, and they've asked Fallon and I and Jenny to help out, and so we've all, you know, Fallon and I have dogs, and we love dogs, and Jenny loves dogs too. But Jenny's boyfriend has one, so she has like a stepson. Aww. Um, uh, so go online and um, you can donate. Go online, DaveRyanShow.com, and click on the picture of the dog. There's a dog on there, DaveRyanShow.com. You can donate right there. Now, if you don't have Facebook, somebody said, I don't have Facebook. How do I donate? I don't have an answer for you on that one. Yeah. So unfortunately, I could say you could Venmo me the money and I'll donate it. We could do that. But I don't know if that's legal for me to like take your money and donate it. I um, don't know whether it is, and I don't want to break the law. But here's an update. So we had a goal of $5,000. We have surpassed the $2,000 mark. We're at $2,005. Okay, good. Because we were at like $809 early this morning. We're like, okay, we got to step it up a little bit. We got till Friday. I know we're going to make it, but we, we need, we really need your help. We do, but we also, we have some, uh, we got to pay, we got some back pay happening for some people on some Baja, man, I think. I had made some promises yeah. I could not keep earlier in the show. Ooh. I gotcha. All right, in uh, other dirt, a couple of things to let you know about. Uh, sexiest Man Alive is Michael B. Jordan is announced as uh, People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Here he is for the year 2020, People's Sexiest Man Alive. Michael B. Jordan, that's your They talked to Dan Levy, who plays David on S Creek. He is a runner-up in People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, and he's talking about a different form of sexy. I tried cooking. I did try to cook. So none of these kind of like inspiring exercises in the kitchen 
worked out for me. All it did for me was just like remind myself that I should just be saving my money and putting it towards ordering food so that <laughs> someone can do it for me. I'm just not skilled in the kitchen at all. I can't wait for this video to just be paired beside Chris Hemsworth yep. shirtless in a bathing suit coming out of a beach or something. And I'm talking about like failing at bread. This form of sexy is a niche market, but I appreciate that you're recognizing it. <laughs> He's so funny. Mm -hmm. So I'm try it again. But we don't have a car, so... Oh, too long of a pause. But we don't have a car, so that's my David impression. It's so bad. I think what people are missing is one of David's biggest things are his facial expressions. Oh, They're totally, so key. Yeah. He's like, ugh, like always doing this and with like bulgy eyes kind of. And for those who haven't watched the show, we'll spend another 10 minutes talking about this and Dave's impressions. You're right. I shouldn't do it. You're right. Thank you so much. Okay, this is some good news. This is a Philadelphia Walmart employee saved somebody from drowning, just taking a break and see somebody drowning in the Delaware River. Here's the story. I park over here in the second spot every night. He was kept hollering, help me, help me. I said, all right, hold on. I'm on my way. And I kept telling him, grab the log, grab the log. And I'll pull you into safety here. Police officer come to me after we're all done and said, You saved that man's life, you know. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Wow, that's cool. Uh, the most Shazam song of all time is a big surprise. The yep. most Shazam song of all time. you'd kill it if you went on wheel of fortune you know you would kill it you can sit there on your couch and you'd be like ho 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 i know that one it's on golden pond i know this one i suck at that game but my mom is the queen is that right yes this guy thought he was the king of wheel of fortune now uh -oh. the, the puzzle was declaring victory that's the answer to declaring victory this guy throws an extra word in it and guesses and screws up his and he knew what it was but he threw an extra word here's another video a clip of a guy blowing it on Wheel of Fortune. Alex. Why? <laughs> yeah, there's a why. What do we have? I'm declaring victory. Oh. What is that puzzle? Amanda. V. Yeah. Declaring victory. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Alex, you look a little puzzled, but you added a word. You said, I'm declaring victory, and you're not allowed to do that. You have to say, you have to just say the puzzle, and we, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't even know I said I. Yeah, yeah, you did. You were so excited. Okay. <laughs> Take my word. Look in my eyes. Would I lie to you? No, no, no I, I, I believe you. And you won $32,820. Okay, that's not bad, but I want to go back, and I want you to listen again. I think he says, I'm declaring victory. Um, declaring victory. You can't say um, though, then, probably. I think you just, because you could technically say um as a word as well. Let's listen. Alex. Why? <laughs> yeah, there's a why. What do we have? I'm declaring victory. It sounds oh, like what I'm. Is that puzzle? Yeah, there's a why. What do we have? I'm declaring victory. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, well, case closed. You tried. And that is it. That is the show for today. Go outside and enjoy yourself. Remember, motion is the potion.
to get yourself in a better mood. I read somewhere yesterday, I've read this before, that even if you have clinical depression, getting outside moving around is going to boost your moods. They say some sometimes better than medication. I am not a doctor. You talk to your doctor about yeah. that. But this is what I read from a legitimate source, a friend of mine named James on Twitter. Okay. So, no, I read it somewhere legit. So, I've heard lotion. Lotion is the potion. Lotion for motion. <laughs> <laughs> Which equals emotion. Uh, poor Jake. No, it's not. All oh, right. he's so lucky. You know, every night I slowly pull my day old socks off my feet and I throw each one at his face. Do you really? You he, probably do. He, go, he always goes, because he's so, he's dramatic. He'll, he'll go, puh, 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 like he's grossed out. How but long do you think he's going to go on with it, like pretending that that's cute? I mean, do you think he's going to go on for a long but time? But he's been incredibly attractive the past two days. Yeah. And he said that he discovered how to make himself more attractive. And I said, well, what do you do? And he said, like, at the very top of the sideburns, he's been trimming them, but like leaving the rest of the beard full. And it makes his face look thinner. And I said, so what can I do to, to shake and make my face look thinner? Because <laughs> I don't have sideburns to trim down. Yeah. Um, but well, I, I was happy for him. Did he say he something didn't. like, oh, you look beautiful no, he just said, the way you are? He said, stop sucking but- <laughs> sticks of butter. Stop sucking. Stop sucking sticks of butter. That's what he said. He said, stop sucking sticks of butter. <laughs> say it five times fast. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to go. Say it five we times fast. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on the Dave Ryan Show. Tomorrow's Thursday already. Uh, we get everything from a brand new War of the Roses, where she finds or he finds something very unusual on their shopping list. Very unusual. We'll get to the bottom of that tomorrow at 735 on War of the Roses on KDWB. Hey, your keyword this hour, we have a keyword every hour to text in. You got about another five minutes to text that keyword in to get you $1,000 with the keyword uh, Weather Girl Jenny. What do you got? Rich. Rich. Simple as that. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> I could have written it down myself. Was that your David impression? Yeah. Rich. Because it's never Alexa. Good enough. Get out of here, um, that's really good, Jenny. So we're out of time, Jenny. So David, <laughs> who am I? Moira. Thank Moira, you. Moira. Yes. Thank Kayla's you. Kayla's here. You're John. Moira. Okay, good. That was <laughs> good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> <laughs>